0: Captain of
1: Uh Akiva's, faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Nitrogen Gallium. And for you science nerds out there, you know that the chemical symbol of those elements spells N-G-O-G, almost. It's actually N-G-A-O-G, but that's the closest I could get. Anyway, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Liana Claire Boris, PhD, podcaster, and scientist extraordinaire, and I'm pleased to bring you another episode of N-G-O-G, talking about New Girl episode Tinfinity, or S-N-finity, if we're talking the chemical symbol, no, I am not alone. As always, we have our fabulous panel here today. Let me bring in neither the new girl nor the old guy. It is the fantastic Allie Lasher. Allie, how you doing?
2: I'm pausing because I don't want to ruin this by talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I believe this is part of the, uh, the agreement that you also have to speak as a participatory member in the podcast.
2: Well, not if you're Akiva always. Well, that's true. I
1: I will say the introduction I thought about for Akiva was like, this podcast wouldn't be complete without a man who wouldn't zone out seven to eight times on this podcast, Akiva Wieneker. So, you know, it happens. Wait, can
3: I just say, this is like, it's 7.30 p.m. I'm in New York. I'm on the same coast as both of you. And it's much different. I'm wide awake. Normally we podcast, it's like 2.30 in the morning. I'm half asleep. So let's see if this changes things or if I zone out in a few minutes.
1: Okay, so you think this will be, be better? You'll be more engaged?
3: I think so. I did a couple podcasts yesterday, and I was, I was wide awake. They went well, except I realized at the end of one of them that my mic had not been plugged in the whole time. So Wait, like... is
2: this you? Not you saying that you did a couple of podcasts yesterday, but had to cancel on me and Liana yesterday.
3: <laughs> well, I did them at like, I did them at like midnight after after we came back. Well, I didn't think that you were available. I could have offered us. like, I could have that offered That was
2: not them. extended to us. Just, you know, it'd be nice if you asked.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: All right. Liana, what I love about your intro, yes. the NGAOG, is that now there's a place for me. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy, but if there's an A in the middle. <laughs> right, <it's> exactly. Me. <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, I thought about new girl and old guy, but I think new girl, Allie, old guy, is just really rolls off the tongue. I think that, it's very fitting.
3: That, what is, Liana, since you're a scientist, what is your favorite element on the periodic table? And then same question for Allie.
1: Um. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize that was a thing. I didn't take the BuzzFeed quiz about what my element should be. I What's guess your I would, element? I would say I would say Mercury probably because at room temperature it's a liquid, but it's a metal, and that's just
0: super very
3: metal.
1: Mm-hmm. Very metal.
3: Allie, do you have one?
2: Well, Keith, yours is definitely like gold or platinum because you're obsessed with money, right?
3: Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. But offensive in sixth grade? No, it was Semitic. Um, in sixth grade, the um uh the teacher gave everyone an element as like for a book report but like a science Uh book report and i knew she thought i was like one of the one of like the you know like the dummies when (laughs) when she gave me she gave me silver not gold um Uh. and but like my friend menachem zomber who who i think i've mentioned before on the show he who was the smartest kid in the class he got xenon because he was like well we got to really challenge him he's gonna obviously crush if we give him like carbon or something so he was Xenon, and then we called him Xenon Zomber for the next few years. So I, I've always had a, a place in my heart for Xenon, which I think is the 40, 54th element, maybe.
1: Oh, you didn't take on Silver?
3: I did Silver, but, like, I, you know, but, uh, you know. You were know, jealous
1: re- of Menachem. I was yeah, jealous well, of
3: Menachem he- Xenon. It was like, uh, you know, that would have been a more fun report.
1: You got a cool nickname. They didn't, uh.
3: I don't think there are any Silver? Ws. Yeah, like, like, yeah. uh. <laughs> Yeah, I could have been like like Aluminum I like a
1: Noble gas. I like a Noble
3: Mm -hmm. gas. Yeah. I
1: I think tungsten is W, so does that work for anything? No, I don't think so.
2: Um, Liana, so you gave yourself a great intro. I think the first guest host of NGOG, NGAOG, to –
3: Actually introduce name.
2: themselves in that way <laughs> to mm-hmm. give themselves mm-hmm. a, a, a full intro, which I appreciated. I'm sure the listeners appreciate. And do we leave it at science for why you're here in this episode to infinity? Or is there more that that brought you here than that?
1: right so definitely the uh the Tinfinity part of it was one of the reasons why i wanted to come talk about this episode but really the main reason is actually because i like it when the cast all comes together and is all interacting together and while this isn't exactly that at least the majority of the episode is at the Tinfinity party and you get a lot of interaction between the various cast members and i think there's a lot that happens in this episode and um you know the line I met my third wife that Jack says just always makes me laugh so
3: <laughs> yeah that is a great line I think the first of all the, right you the scene in the hot air balloon all, he like, now
2: all, is gonna tell us why he's here
3: all four of them <laughs> all four of them are right like in the hot air balloon at the very end like I, I did think to myself like oh yeah we don't often get that where it's just like the four people outside the you know the loft and uh you know bonding it was nice
1: mm-hmm yeah. And um, the theme masculine garden party is also just the thing I wanted to talk about is like a concept. So, yeah, I'm here for this.
3: By the way, Allie, the best part about uh, this is really just for Allie. The best part of the the Rihanna, reco- the, earmuffs. Yeah. The New <laughs> oh, York yeah, record. No, I meant the whole audience earmuffs because they're not going to care. Uh, no mouse. There's going to be no clicking on these episodes. I got I just have a laptop. No mouse here. So you have uh, a month of not having to edit out my clicks.
2: Okay, thank God. Um, speaking of that, actually, perfect segue into old business. We have no old business. This is more of a housekeeping thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, old business uh, and housekeeping really are the same, the same idea. Like I think podcasts that have old business or housekeeping—that's like one sort of uh, metric.
2: Well, housekeeping normally would be trigger and me. My apartment is a little on the messy side. I have to give an update Ooh. on that. A house, a true housekeeping Ooh. update. Is that I don't think um, Akiva, you could come to. I would need a day's notice, but a I'm day, not...
3: not even like an hour, a day. At this I'm not point?
2: in the day, di- well, including like all my other responsibilities of the day. Like oh, okay, I don't fine. need 24 hours, but I need like a working woman's day.
3: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure, a working what? woman's
2: day. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we should have fewer things. <laughs> It's like it's like second home neat, and the yeah. working woman's working day. Woman.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Liana, next you come home from work tomorrow, Puya's like, How was your day? It's like, you know, typical working woman's day.
1: <laughs> you know, typical. That's uh how I spent my day, working woman's day, you know.
2: I Pons do have an update for with. Liana, Akiva earmuffs to you. Oh. Um, the desk that Puya mentioned when I had ah. Liana and Puya at my apartment and there was the don't look at me desk. Mm-hmm. I've now replaced it. There's a new desk there, you could totally look at that desk. Oh. But, but you can only the difference is right now you can only look at the desk
1: ah yes the complete you know reversal okay it's the do look at me desk <laughs> well,
2: look at me now desk oh, look. you got it um but that was so our housekeeping updates besides the housekeeping housekeeping update um a, a couple of scheduling notes uh, we missed last week thanks everyone for your patience uh Kiwi is in town working. I'm working. Summer's happening. Kiwi has, like, life responsibilities. Uh, we're not sure what's going to happen in the next few few weeks. Is that fair to say, Kiva?
3: Yeah. I mean, I have to see, like, do I have, you know, solid internet in my hotel room? Hopefully. But, like, if I don't, then I just can't record for a few weeks. Um, so
2: stay subscribed. Stay the episodes subscribed. will come when they come.
3: Yes. Should we just bank three? Like, Leon, do you have any free time right now? Should we just bank three in a row right now? <laughs> Like yeah, re- finish recording and watch the next episode and go right into it. Twenty-two <laughs> let's minute go, break. Baby.
1: Yeah, just uh, you know, always bank them. That's always a good thing to do. Um. All
2: right. Well, we will talk about that off air. The other thing, this isn't really so much housekeeping, um, but it is interesting. So I was on Instagram today, as I'm uh, often am, as I often am, and I do follow Hannah Simone, who is the only one of the core five that I follow on Instagram, which I find very strange. But I, I, you know, I do what I do. And she tweeted, this is for the Survivor uh, NGOG crossover community. She posted an advertisement for a clothing store uh, saying like, oh, it's a store opening party. And she wrote, one of my favorite stores opening on one of my favorite streets. And it's Christy Dawn saying, join us for a special occasion or grand opening on Abikini. And I think to myself, why do I know that store? So I clicked the tag linked. And it doesn't have any like, um, ads or whatever. But I do recognize some of the people who follow Christy Dawn, and I make the connection. Do you guys know whose store this is? Is that
3: Aris Buschkowskis's wife?
2: I believe it is, Keith. Oh, what a, what a poll! No. What a poll from me. <laughs> what a wild thing to be in the Venn diagram of the NGOG RHAP mm-hmm. center. <laughs>
1: yeah what a uh, what a crossover like what is this a crossover episode oh my gosh no, I mean important. we do have Liana
2: <laughs> an RHAP darling that's right uh, you would now also be in there you and Christy Dawn would be representing the center of the NGOG RHAP Venn diagram <laughs> such an honor um uh Renat firmly on the RHAP circle with no overlap uh all right. So I just thought that was interesting. If I didn't see that today, I probably wouldn't have remembered to share it, but thank That's God. That's so I random.
1: Did. That's so funny.
2: Let's get to the Digest Keeve. Take us through season two, episode eighteen, Tinfinity, directed by Max Winkler, written by Kim Rosenstock, originally aired on February 26 sixth, twenty thirteen.
3: First of all, do you Take remember my do you remember my guess for what Tinfinity was?
2: Well, I, I even told you Oh go ahead, Liana, please.
1: Well, I thought didn't you say something about an anniversary?
2: I, I think told I did. him to think and well oh, uh-huh. did you, did you I told a- him to uh-huh. think the gifts uh-huh. kind of thing. Okay. And I don't think you got oh, okay. there So you're okay. like, Oh, someone celebrates an anniversary. I don't think you said Nick and Schmidt.
3: Um, fine. So it is uh- I'll you know,
2: you I'll enter from the editing room if we're wrong here. Okay, fine. And here I am entering Ali from the editing room. Uh, not only was Akiva wrong, but he officially guessed no guess. <laughs> so I love that Akiva had faith in him. Uh, I guess it was two weeks. So, uh, you know, can't really blame him. Um, he said that he thought 10 was the second anniversary. He doesn't know for who. Official guess, no guess. Back to the show.
3: Uh, tenth, it's the 10th anniversary of Nick and Schmidt rooming together, so they're going to have a masculine guarding party. We have an outside party. Meanwhile, CeCe's engaged to Chevring. Jess is uh, sees that a football player uh, from San Francisco, I don't know if they don't own the rights to the name the 49ers, but mixed uh, <laughs> McStavish falls in love with her, wants to make her his third wife. And, um, you know, we, we, ha- we have uh, Nick in charge of getting Nick in charge. Nick, in charge of Nick in charge of getting uh, <laughs> uh, some supplies for the for the party, like a porta potty and balloons, and uh, you know some some shocking events happen at the uh, at the party, which I've already spoiled by saying Frank and CC get engaged. But yeah, that's that's the episode. It's a very it's one of the better episodes, of season two. It's a really great episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always look yeah. forward to watching this one on the rewatch.
1: Yeah, and then I think that's kind of part of the reason why I picked it. Also, is because I do think it's one of the one of the better episodes. I think a lot happens. I think you get a lot of progress when it comes to the relationships of the characters, and uh, you know, Schmidt is a small business owner now, <laughs> buying a porta potty. <laughs> so, talk about progression. Really moving on up in the world.
3: I you know I thought just to give you like a, a you know update on where I think the characters are, go- are going to end up. I was under the impression that CC and Schmidt were going to get married. So this was a shocking episode to me. Like, I was really stunned.
2: This is interesting well, you say that. This isn't a shocking, sorry to cut you off, Lana. This is a shocking mm-hmm. update to me, Keith, because I thought you told me you thought Cece and Schmidt were done and you, like, hope it's not another well-they-won't-they.
3: I've gone back and forth on it. I don't mean, like, oh, I was spoiled, I heard something. I meant, like, I thought from the episode they were done, and then at a certain point during the course of the season, I thought, like, oh, you know what, they end up together. But now it does. I don't think they do. So do you okay. want
1: them to end up together?
3: I want them to be happy, Liana, whoever they Aww. whoever they <laughs> whoever they choose, I think is the right person for them. I think it would be I think it would be interesting. I, but, um, you know, it would break up the loft, I guess, if, if he married Cece. I can't imagine they still live together.
2: Hmm. You know, I love that we you know, we have a whole segment dedicated to this named after you at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But let's open with it. <laughs> that's sure. perfect. Uh, we'll ask you more about that later in the show. We got a ton of questions about Bert and Ernie anniversaries and all things like that that start with the opening here. So I'm going to just pepper you guys with questions if that's okay.
3: Okay.
1: Lay it on me.
2: So, yeah, this is, as you said, as you said, it perfectly key. This is the 10th anniversary of them living together. Uh, and there's a Bert and Ernie joke that, like, one's Bert, one's Ernie, whatever. Allie wants to know if Nick and Schmidt are Burton and Ernie. What Sesame Street characters are the other core five? Keeve, I hope you've been watching Sesame Street with your children. Otherwise, I cannot contribute. Okay. I,
3: I I know enough about Sesame Street, I think, to answer this question. I will say I don't think either of my boys have watched a second of Sesame Street. And I, it I, shows. No <laughs> <shame>. <laughs> yes. Um Yeah, they're they're playing games where their point is to chop someone's head off instead. Um I think Okay, so I think CeCe – Jess is Big Bird. Oh. Winston is Elmo, and (laughs) CeCe is – who is CeCe?
2: May I offer a suggestion of CeCe? Yes. Is CeCe one of the adult humans who lives in town?
3: (laughs) Yeah, she might be like Mr. Hooper. She could be Mr. Hooper from the store. Cece is a little Big Birdish, also, but Jess is Big Bird.
2: I don't see Jess as Big Bird.
3: So then maybe Cece's Big Bird and Jess is Grover.
2: Liana, did you have any feelings on this?
3: Could Jess be Elmo? Uh,
1: Je- yeah, I think Jess is maybe more Elmo. I can just—Who wants to be tickled? Has have any of them <laughs> talked about being tickled? Because I feel like that's important um yeah none of them really scream is kermit the frog a Muppet? i know he's a muppet but is he part of sesame street
2: no but i'm willing
1: to hear you out yeah. well he could be a little <laughs> cc-ish of like kind of has his shit together uh you know like a little bit in charge sort of although not like one of the main characters though which i guess is where it kind
2: of falls apart well maybe it is perfect in the sesame street universe Cece is Kermit, like not of the world, but adjacent. Mm. Hmm.
3: My my brother-in-law told me something he had never told me before. When he first – I was when – he, when he met my sister, and I already had two little girls, he came to meet me for the first time, um, and he parked uh, somewhere else. And by the time he came to my house, like uh, he, he had left his car, and he was bringing the girls uh, uh, like a take-home Elmo doll or some sort of Elmo doll. And when he got back to his car, someone had broken into the car and taken the Elmo doll. So just like, the Elmo doll. He's like, "Yeah, I, just the Elmo doll." So he's like, "Yeah, I was—I was the first time to like make a good impression. I was bringing your daughter as a present, which of course, had Lasher would always do if she was going to someone's house. She never comes empty-handed." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I—I—I I, I, I didn't know that till now. He said, 15 years ago, I—I uh, I went to bring your daughter a tickle me Elmo doll, and it got robbed from my car in like the twenty minutes I went away." That's—that's <laughs> uh, that's wow. been the Elmo update for the week.
2: I would okay, like good. to flip the script on the assignments. Mm-hmm. I I think that I don't think we can just accept Nick and Schmidt as Ernie and Bert. I think Nick is an obvious Oscar the Grouch. I think Schmidt yes. is the Count. Mm-hmm. I think Winston is Big Bird. Ooh. I think maybe Jess and Cece are Ernie, being Jess and Cece mm-hmm. as Bert.
1: Okay, yeah, I like that. So I actually, I took a quiz, which Sesame Street character are you? I got Ernie, oh, and the description for Ernie was, you're cheeky with a wicked sense of humor and a tendency to get up to no good, but you've got a good heart. That's Jess, right? You're cheeky?
3: That, did you, it was like a British Sesame Street?
1: I don't I don't look like it. I don't know. <laughs> it's BuzzFeed.com, not BuzzFeed.uk, so mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: All right, yeah. Uh... Because we definitely want to talk more about Sesame Street, I think. Uh, we got a question from Ashley and Matt Stewart. Which is Bert and Ernie in your partnership? I assume me and Akiva, but we could definitely answer for Liana and Puya also.
1: <laughs> no, I want to hear what you guys
2: think. Well, what do you think of us, Liana? Who's oh, cheeky with I'm a first wicked first- sense of humor and a good heart and then whatever Bert's <laughs> result would have been? Whatever
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bert's birth characteristics obviously. are.
1: Al <laughs> all, Ali, classic Ernie here. And oh. um I think Bert
2: I think Bert fits Akiva.
3: I thought I was See, the I Ernie. Was thinking, I Ryan, really thought I was the Ernie.
2: I think I actually disagree. I think what that Akiva being the established beta in all of his podcasts is the earn like like not even a, what what was the thing you talked about on Akiva? not beta is it alpha beta was that yes
3: it? oh it, I got your your co-host I know you don't want to hear about my my other podcast I
2: listen to I support Brian. no but I your co-host
3: roasted me on Twitter today he said I'm okay. the, he said I continued my beta because you know do you want to hear the story or would you rather rather not let's hear? talk
2: about it late. let's talk about okay, it when fine. you're <laughs> allotted time for Renapa okay
3: sticking.
2: fine okay that so minute. <laughs>
3: so nap
0: 10 seconds
1: wait okay (laughs) let me let me read let me read these descriptions okay perfect perfect all right you enjoy the simple things in life your pet pigeon and bottle cap collection mainly order and stability are very important to you even though your rowdy friends constantly rock the boat luckily it takes a lot to really rattle you do either of you associate with that description
2: well that's more akiva as between us because i get rattled like a baby rattle like I'm i'm rattling like a snake but
1: so, so that was I, the birth description.
2: So I think in the context of life, I'm Ernie, he's burnt. In the context of his podcast, we' he oh, like, I, see. I think I have to be sadly more of like the straight man here. Right, Where Akiv can make his under the comment breaths, he's making jokes, I'm out here like, and then, then Nick went to the store.
1: <laughs>
2: Let me do a transition. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: that, okay, but that's actually a good distinction, because I would say the same thing for Puya and I, that in our, like, when we do the Mass Singer podcast, he is definitely, oh no, I guess he's, maybe he's the Burt in all of them. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I take that back.
2: Akiva, what do you think? Chester's the Bert for sure, and you're the Ernie in that situation, and even maybe with Rob.
1: Yeah, maybe with Rob too. I
3: I really thought I was an Ernie, but I'll you know I'll take it.
1: I think you okay. are the Ernie. I think you're chaotic. Like there's an element of chaos. <laughs>
3: Can two Ernies work though? We are. That's actually the truth. Akiva and I are Ernie
2: and Ernie. <laughs> and that's why
3: sometimes it's tro- it's problematic. It's two Ernies. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Is this like the
1: the zodiac? We gotta yes. make sure the signs can, are compatible with mm-hmm. one another. What yeah. happens if the same sign? Allie's an Ernie with he a Jenny Burt rising. Went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's a, a Burt wing Ernie.
2: <laughs> Put this on the wheel, Keith. You have my permission. The zodiac according to Sesame Street. Yeah. That's
0: amazing.
2: We need a full reading. I'll come. You do that. I'll come back on the app. to get my uh sesame astrology astresomy my astresomy reading (laughs) (laughs) okay here's another question for producer kelly we might just wrap up after these five questions on the subject if schmidt and nick are burt and ernie which maybe we disagree what Mm tv slash movie dynamic duo are we kiev this is my fault for not announcing that Liana was a guest because truthfully, I forgot we had a guest schedule. <laughs> Thank you to Liana for
1: being no. professional. Oh my God, you you literally said last, oh, two weeks ago, whatever, on the last podcast, you're like, yeah, we got a big guest coming up. And then I was like, oh shit, that's me. I think that's me.
3: <laughs> what, was right. it her, Allie?
2: No, remember Keith, I said it's a big guess coming up but I and you thought the same thing I thought I said guess, I said guess meaning like going into the next episode. Oh. <laughs> oh. It oh. led to a lot of confusion Leo A lot of people were like what is the funny. guess? That's funny. Oh okay, all right. Yeah, I also
3: didn't well, know. come me. to think of it. I didn't know it's the guest. And also you usually have like two between, you know, we usually have like one on one off so i probably thought she was coming on yeah next this was
2: because liana was scheduled and ian was like it's my favorite episode and i have to be on that one so i made an exception
3: that's a good imp- impression um it's
2: incredible like it doubles as brian i know you were confused <laughs> it was actually an ian
3: impression yeah right.
2: we're ernie and ernie i guess we yeah say.
3: ernie i love it and i think that we figured <laughs> out our dynamic we're ernie and ernie that's perfect
2: <laughs> i don't know if anything else comes to mind in terms of like
1: other TV duos, you mean?
2: Yeah, we're not, we're not. You know, show me the Mo O and the thirty-year-old single woman in New York TV show, and <laughs> you know, I'll watch it.
1: <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. Mm.
2: Um, if, if anyone, if anything comes to mind, let us know. Yeah, Alan write in Maki for next week. <laughs> also wants to know what did Akiva get Mara for their tenth anniversary?
3: You go ten for ten. Good question. All right, two thousand. I, I real I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Mara wouldn't remember. If I get her stuff, it's usually jewelry. So, and it's not like some big thoughtful gift or anything. Usually, she just likes jewelry.
2: Liana, where are you? You were not here for our discussion on the anniversary themed gifts. Where do you? Are you like a paper, wood, tin kind of gal? Oof,
1: I sometimes remember when it's anniversaries and birthdays <laughs> so uh i i like the concept of having something that i don't have to really think about i'm like they already told me what i need to buy um so i do like that element to it but you know look some people enjoy those types of traditions and i think that's really cool so like you go you go you get that ten infinity gift
2: you did such a lovely birthday thing for puya this year with advanced planning significant advanced planning
1: well, yes. Uh, that was initiated by his wonderful mods of his chat. <laughs> and then I just piggybacked on that. So
2: he, queen You have taking to get the credit. mods. That's yeah, You, you get
1: Yes, exactly. And then they like cuz they care more than you do and then they'll <laughs> do it for you. And then you just get to be the facilitator and take all the credit. So it's a really good deal.
2: Have you considered that Akiba? Uh for Mara? Yeah, the two AM seven thirty PM does not seem to be two AM 7. No, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm
3: having a, a grand old time here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Keeve question to you. Producer Kelly says, What do you think of the friend anniversary concept? Should more people be throwing these types of parties? Keep should we be celebrating our, well, I guess we'd have to be friends.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like our one day will celebrate Internet acquaintance our- acquaintance anniversary. Yeah, I, 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 if I said that to you, because it wouldn't be you saying it to me. If I said it to you, you'd, I think like ghost me for two days if I said I that.
2: I just did a whole, I mean, I did a whole seventh anniversary pod retrospective
3: with Brian. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, but that's really celebrating yourself a little bit, which you're okay with.
2: Well,
1: if you're well, celebrating but- the friendship, you're also celebrating yourself because mm-hmm. you're half of that friendship. Yeah, right? how
2: would that be different? I would celebrate celebrating us would be celebrating ourselves. I guess. We'd record it. We would never do it not recorded.
3: Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never heard of friends doing that, like a friend anniversary. But you know, God bless people if they want to if they want to do it themselves.
2: You're taking the Leanna approach, which is go ahead and go, good, for
1: yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, good for you. But do I have to bring something? <laughs> Is there going to be work required of me for your party? Yeah, you're just doing That's like, you're question. giving
3: yourself extra work, I feel like, by doing that.
1: Exactly, um, thank you.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Liana, I pitched an idea since Keeves Stateside that me, Chester, and Akiva go to a Jewish restaurant, a kosher restaurant. <laughs> it doesn't be Jewish, but I'm sure that there's significant overlap <laughs> between kosher and Jewish restaurants. And put a microphone in the center of the table just have a meal and release it to the patron of uh, thirty-two fans.
1: Now, what's wrong with this idea?
2: Well, I couldn't get Chester and Akiva to commit to meeting
1: me. Uh. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't the actual podcast idea. It was you specifically. Well,
3: no, I don't know, also, what was like,
2: wrong with that idea? Well,
3: first of all, Chester and I have done it. We've we've done podcasts at restaurants before. The audio quality is usually not great. It's also hard to record in person. You're basically sharing the mic unless you have like a Rob or like a God. Scott St. Pierre there to like figure out. No, the we way have way the thing tricky. from the
2: beer tournament. Chester has it.
3: That is true. We did buy some fancy thing uh, that we used once. That's a good point. Um, He's
2: using his my excuses on me now because he was yeah. like, should we record in person? And I was like, I don't know how to do that. No, I like, had oh, forgotten we
3: would have to like share a mic. That is true. <laughs>
2: Um, and yeah. he, what was funny about it is he was like, so it's a restaurant review? I was like, no, it's the pod, we're just eating. So well, like-
3: you said, let's do like a Doughboy's style episode. I'm like, oh, you mean like we go to a restaurant and we talk about the restaurant? That's, that's like an well, off maybe topic. maybe we we'll talk
2: about the food. Yeah, but we're like, having a bad do think, dinner. Do you think, do you think Doughboy's
3: is, do you think Doughboy's <laughs> is, like, they record, they've never, they've recorded, I think, from a restaurant once in like 400 episodes. That's not really what they do.
2: Well, the best joke was you were like I, you know, I was like no it's just the podcast but we're eating he's like so it's the podcast but i'm eating like the only difference is that you're eating but I'm Oh eating. yeah, but you're not, not eating, eating right now
3: you're not eating anything right now congratulations probably can't find anything <laughs> in that messy house but
2: <laughs> oh you, you want to you watch yourself <laughs> kiwi's awake um all right let's get in to the episode i, I am interested in this because nick like in a way to try to dodge the infinity party of it all nick claims like i don't like these parties because you never let me participate in the planning uh i do i am exploring a new lash theory about people and this isn't original but people like faking being bad at certain tasks they don't like so they don't have to do them for example my brother pretends like to not know how to do dishes when he's home He he lives on his own. Like he knows how to load the dishwasher, but he does such a shit job that my mom hasn't asked him to do the dishes in like 20 years. Keeve, is this real?
3: I mean, I there's are you doing this? There's 30 things I do that with. There's 30 (laughs) things that I like pretend or really can't do, and like people have just given up on me to help out with, you know, parenting, driving um stuff like
2: that <laughs>
1: <laughs> just small things just small things well does he does your ally does your brother do his di- like have you seen his dishes at home like maybe they're also poorly washed
2: that's true you know I don't think my mom when my brother went to college got him sorry to the environment a stack of legitimately 1,000 like a Costco 1,000 pack of paper plates because she just knew he would not do the dishes so she just gave him that that he would chip away until like parents' weekend and then she'd replace it. So I don't think since my brother moved out of the house I've ever been served anything on a plate in his house and this man is married. This man is expecting huh. a child <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. Well, never stopped a Kiva, right so you know <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh I think sometimes there's just a like just a laziness to it, you know? It's just like, man, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to learn it, you know? Why why look, but maybe those are the happiest people. What do I know? Trying hard at things? Like an idiot. Couldn't be me. Ugh, I know.
2: Keeve, what is the last thing you pretended to not know how to do? Or you're just generally on the lazy train? I'm I didn't gonna... mean to call you lazy. I'm gonna edit that out. You no, know, you
3: I mean. don't have to call it. I'm like, <laughs> You, should we call Mara live on the podcast and ask her what I can't do?
2: If we're going to use the one time we can call Mara live on the podcast, it's not going to be for like basically the regurgitated Rennap, what can't I keep do.
3: Okay, fine. Fair enough. All right, but I appreciate gonna... the offer.
2: We're not going to call her. The fact that you're our... even willing to do it. Yeah, well, she's often
3: asleep it when we record also. Now she's awake because it's eight o'clock. So.
2: Are you with her? Are you no,
3: I have not seen her in separately? a long time. I'm not going to see her for like a month. Uh, she's in Florida.
2: Oh, you're not going to Florida.
3: I, I, at the very end of our trip, I'm going back down because our flight.
2: Did you send your oldest daughter down there? I did.
3: I sent her on a plane. She's not even an unaccompanied minor anymore. 15 is not, only on some airlines is unaccompanied. I mean, I I haven't actually seen her since then, but I assume she got down. My wife would have mentioned if she didn't pick her up from the airport (laughs) yesterday. But yeah, I was going to like walk her through, you know, back in the day you could like bring people through. So I was going to at least like take her to the gate, but then we just did self-check and I was like 30 seconds later, I'm like, all right, you're good to go. Wait, you had kids before 9-11? No, of course not. And also they wouldn't (laughs) have been old (laughs) enough to fly. I'm just saying like... He sent
1: his baby on the plane. No, in like
3: like TV shows, you'd see like someone bringing... (laughs) You had kids before (laughs) 9-11. I was
2: was like, how old were you at 9-11? I was 17
3: on (laughs) 9-11. Oh,
2: you were were within striking distance of kids.
3: Oh, please. The boys were getting
2: ready. I'd never met a girl yet.
3: (laughs) Like, I didn't know a girl's name. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Did you have your first kid at 20?
3: No, no, I got married at 20. I I'm my first kid at 22. Oh,
2: oh, okay, excuse me. Sorry, Leon. Big <laughs> yeah. difference. Big
3: difference. Whatever.
2: I can't believe I just said your boys were getting ready. I'm also deleting that. <laughs> it's disgusting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Leon, are you th- are you 30 yet?
2: Yeah, I'm 30.
3: Oh, okay, all right. So we're just three people in our 30s. Stop making fun <laughs> of me. <Abby. laughs>
1: Just three people
3: in our thirty. three thirty somethings, you know, figuring the figuring that you life.
2: No, all the same stages in life.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Oh my god. Okay, I, I do love this again. I'm I am now tracking CC and Jess's uh, demonstration of female friendship on the show because, to me, it is extremely true to life that you would track like, oh my god, I can't believe Nick was the last person I kissed. Actually, Schmidt was. I love the treatment of this, but just, like, to be tracking that of, like, Mm -hmm. ugh, my ex or this, like, weird thing was the last thing that happened. I got to get... I got to move on. But I'm talking to two married, so maybe this isn't really true.
1: (laughs) Um... Let's see. <laughs> I, I, question. I, well, no, I'm even trying to think. Like you know, before uh, before I was like really in relationships, and I was like busy hoeing it up in college. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I kept track. Maybe, maybe.
3: Is it like a sign yeah. in the Simpsons? Like X days since the last accident? Like last <laughs> <first>? <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what we were busy keeping track. Um, all right, question that's more relatable, maybe to the to the marrieds here. Uh, did you like, Keeve, uh, how they sort of resolved that CC finds out that Jess could sh- kiss Schmidt? I was a little surprised that they even worked in it at all.
3: It's very sitcommy because she doesn't seem to care. She's obviously moved on by the end of the episode. But I do think it was a little too sitcom that she like didn't care, didn't ask. The sitcom thing is like, I'm not going to ask any follow-ups. I hear this insane thing, and I'm just going to raise my eyebrows, and we'll never speak of it again. And the show tries not to do that, but they did it here.
1: Yeah, I do wonder if it was like, oh, was there just so much happening in the episode, they just couldn't squeeze it in? Or was, like, this was a purposeful choice to just kind of work past that and, like, not address it as a gag, IDK.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like the audience saw the scene, right? So we know there was nothing to it. So I kind of, like, I like that they even mentioned it, because I think they could have just skipped it completely. But the fact that they do it in like three lines where she's like, what? No, Nick was watching, it was nothing. And like, then we move on. Uh, It it got a laugh and it sort of cleared it up for me. So I was fine with it. Mm -hmm. Definitely probably not the most realistic part, at least if you were friends with me. Um, But we go to the bar, a little bisexual erasure. A lot of uh, racism and offensive things happening in this episode per usual with New Girl, it seems. Mm -hmm. Uh, which of the guys was the worst was the worst guy to you Liana? which of justice freaks
1: um okay i don't understand why the prescription lotion guy was bad okay like he went to the doctor and he got a prescription to take care of whatever his medical issue is shouldn't that be applauded
2: yeah The prescription guy was the worst. What? No, it wasn't the
1: worst. I'm saying he wasn't the worst. I'm saying he was the best. I didn't. The worst.
2: He was definitively the worst. No. No. Keith, break Um, the tie. You're probably fine with like ointment, Keith. I
3: I never use any products of anything.
2: (laughs) Prescription ointment? You're anti-prescription? I'm not anti,
3: but I don't like. I don't know. I'm not like a big like doctor guy or. I don't know, medicine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not
2: great a lot for a of penicillin. I'm not anti
3: medicine, um, like I, I like I <laughs> pro like vaccines well, and stuff. I'm just like uh you know, I'm not like uh uh I'm like the opposite of a hypochondriac.
0: Hmm.
3: Like I probably no, should be me, more worried about my health. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like eat, eat eat some vegetables. Uh no, to me the worst I had I had broccoli the, pizza
3: uh, just now. Is that is that a vegetable?
1: Um well, probably according to the government so mm-hmm. that they can feed it to children, right? Because pizza is a vegetable now with the,
2: the – like 10 years ago or whatever. Well, well, what was the ricotta to broccoli ratio? That well, that's a good question. like a white pizza. Was it a white pizza? Because then I think you're out of vegetable land.
3: Mm, it was, no, it was like a traditional pizza with, uh, with broccoli on it.
2: Was this the last available slice or this was you chose? I this?
3: like – I chose – my mom's like, I'm going to bring home pizza. What kind of slices do you want? And there's a kosher store near us that has like very funky topping slices that I can't get when I'm in Israel. So I figured like let me get stuff I can't get because Israel the toppings are really just olives, uh, mushrooms, and um,
2: Your like, Mediterranean onions. onions. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, that's it. So I said get me a, a broccoli and a spinach, and that's what she brought home.
2: Wow, Liana, have you ever heard someone talk about broccoli and spinach like it was an <laughs> exotic pizza topping? I love,
3: I love spinach. I love broccoli.
1: You had the choice of all these pizza toppings, yeah. and that was what you went with.
3: Yeah, they have uh, onion rings and french fries. They have – they have. Uh, I was trying to eat healthy, though. I didn't want an onion ring slice. I had a broccoli slice.
1: <laughs> it is slice. a vegetable. Yeah. Yes, technically.
2: Okay, let's get back to Mr. Scrippy because it's not really about you, Keith, No offense, but – If you're at a bar and a guy takes out a prescription ointment and begins lathering up, Mm -hmm. applying it to both forearms, and then says, it's prescription, like, come on, you're out, you're out. That's Yeah, not not on a first date.
3: That's not a first date thing.
2: It's not even a date. He's at the bar. Like, he's just in the world
3: slathering himself. Mm-hmm.
2: okay
1: okay 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 all right let, let, let me just say as someone who is allergic to mosquito bites okay and i'm outside and i'm at a bar and i've had some drinks and well, I are get you thick, outside or at the and bar My leg starts. okay well they're... it's an outside bar if that's a hypothetical that's different. situation that's real how is it de- okay well how about this how about this how about there was a patio and i went outside mm-hmm. and i had a drink outside and i came back inside to order a drink and i was like oh no I got bit by a mosquito. It's swelling up. Got to put some Benadryl on that bee. And so I'm I'm rubbing it in at the bar. Okay. I'm taking care of myself. I don't want to get itchy. All right. It's, uh, hey, Leanna, it's, I've been at a bar body. with
2: you and I don't see you lathering up at the bar for one. <laughs> but let's also <laughs> okay, go what? back to, can I just say to the people who are allergic to mosquito bites, I'm sorry. I don't get it. Like, okay. It gets like big. That's what, like, it's not, you're not like going into anaphylactic shock. You don't need to bed and drill it up at the bar. Oh my God.
1: It's swell. Okay. Mine swell up really big. I've
2: seen it. I've seen it. Uh, Okay.
1: All right. I'm going to (laughs) go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy some mosquitoes. And the next time I see you, I'm going to hold it over my arm, let it bite me, and I'll show you how swelled up it gets. Okay. And then then you'll see. Take that, Allie. I mean, are
2: you. Are you at risk of knocking drinks over when you turn your arm because it like juts out of you that much?
1: <laughs> it's like it's pretty much the elephant man on my arm. Okay.
2: That's it's like level... it's like a two it's like two quarters it's just... stacked up. It itches. You know, I've seen this. Oh, I'm allergic. You know, the the people who are allergic to bees, those are the people who could be talking about it. if you're not carrying an EpiPen, I'm not interested. <laughs>
1: wow wow I'm glad this has alienated all three yeah. people that are allergic to mosquito we'll bites.
2: I'm glad this has finally come out how dare you wow but if you're definitely allergic to mosquitoes then you're back in lather up baby <laughs> but you're just getting itchy like yeah me too well, alright let's talk about jackson's like, <laughs> undiagnosed
1: medical <laughs> issues we need to talk about I feel like you're just dealing with so much Allie. Mm-hmm.
2: me mm-hmm. you're like yeah do you're I'm just itchy undi- Oh well, I get I get viciously attacked by mosquito bites. I don't get them as they don't swell as large as those who are allergic. But like, it seems to be the same level of irritation. No, like I am just as bothered no, by my five hundred mosquito bites on my feet than your one giant one that got a little big. Okay.
1: All right. I'm, I'm noting this down just for future reference. All right. So don't expect any friendship anniversary gifts.
2: When I die of mosquito bites. <laughs> yeah, don't
3: that would be very ironic. Yeah.
1: When I have when <laughs> an EpiPen. We'll say like, die Allie died
3: doing what she really didn't respect.
2: Uh, getting eaten
3: by mosquitoes. <laughs>
2: No, I actually am constantly afraid when I because I get a ton of mosquito bites that like I'm gonna get like West Nile or something, God forbid. So I need to put that into the D- air. My, right. Mara loves to tell people
3: the story. <laughs> I know I said I'm an anti-hypochondriac, but I didn't used to be. You and, told
2: the story. Oh, yeah. to me or on the podcast, oh, okay. but please. <laughs> she lo- she tells
3: people all the time that uh, one time I was like not feeling well and I put all my symptoms in and I went to her. I'm like Mara, there's only one thing. WebMD is like certain of what I have. She's like, what is it? I was like, well, I have the West Nile virus. <laughs> she started laughing and laughing.
2: <laughs> I was so excited to talk about Jax McTavish because I am a big OG Reba fan. And oh, Steve wow. Howey was on Reba, played the heartthrob uh, boyfriend of Reba's daughter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know his name was Steve Howey until I looked it up for this podcast. I know him as Van from Reba. Has there ever been a less attractive name for a hot guy than Steve? Yeah, Howell? it's a bad name. I agree. Yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> I, don't, I also agree. Is he is he that hot though? I, I feel like in this show, he's hot, but uh, like on social media, I don't know.
2: I think he was really hot on Reba. I loved him. He was very dumb on Reba.
3: I think he's best known for Shameless. Also, or are either you Shameless people?
2: Hmm. I mean, I'm Shameless, but I didn't watch Shameless.
3: Right. Recently but divorced I'm- from uh, <laughs> Sarah Shahi.
2: Well, you're burying the lead. I'm not really burying the lead. You're you're doing that something you because I was – so I, like, weirdly am obsessed with, like, reading about long-term celebrity marriages. Mm-hmm. Like, I love – so I looked at this and was like, oh, my God, he got divorced after – he got married in 2009 and got divorced last year. Yeah. They were married forever. Three kids. And – now his wife is blowing up. She's the star of sex life on Netflix. Yeah.
3: And also like she's blowing up some other guy. The the uh, that whoa, came whoa. out. Yeah, not how is... I want it <laughs> um... to come out. It <laughs> no.
2: came out the way you wanted. it. <laughs> no, to it's come not. Out. I'm Don't saying lie. like she's
3: really pumping up this. The new guy. I feel like all of her Instagram posts <laughs> are like, hey, ex-husband, look at this, baby.
2: Well, it's a coast. It's her co-star.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Which I'm always sussed up. Do you buy Do you think Zendaya and Tom Holland, they've been together three years?
3: Do I think they've been together three years?
2: Well, like they're they're finally coming out as like we've been dating ah, just okay, in time okay. for a few months before Spider Man comes out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I've clearly hit my audience here.
2: Stay woke, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> stay woke on the relationship, <laughs> Al. I'm saying that's what they say. Like Allie's woke about the like she's not buying it. She thinks it's a uh, PR. I don't know stuff.
2: That's like the application of woke we're looking that, for. No, but... that
3: that's how they used to Wait. say stay woke about about like, you know what? Yeah, they used to say it like that. Stay woke about – before woke meant like what it does now. Stay woke would be like, uh, you know, stay woke. Like, yeah, I don't think – you have to like keep your eyes open. Like I, I don't trust this Hollywood stuff. <laughs> trust me. You have to trust me. I'm an old man. That's how they Are you
2: no longer saying woke so you haven't <laughs> listened to Who Weekly, Keeve?
3: Yeah, well, I, I've been very busy. I haven't subscribed. You, cannot, have not you,
2: had, a, you had like a 15-hour flight.
3: You know what I know, but I I, I slept <laughs> you know for what? most of it. I
2: had
3: That's my whole important. row. I had my I worked for like a few hours and then I slept the rest of the flight Cause I had to go like I got a flight at six AM and had to go work, so I had to sleep.
2: Can you imagine Mara having to schlep your other three spawn on a flight from oh, Israel to Florida by yourself? What a trade. You're like, I had my old I had my, my fifteen
3: own year old, 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 old like taking and me a fifteen me.
2: year old unaccompanied mine. She was unaccompanied <laughs> on the flight from no, Israel. No, she
3: was like putting she like <laughs> Got like got me a pillow, put my head under the pillow. It was great. Meanwhile, Ella's like, yeah, like two of the three. Mara was like, two or three kids were good. I think like Noam at some point like uh, had to be restrained by the flight attendants and like (laughs) trying to break into the cabin. You know, like, uh, uh, you know, like they were like, all right, should we like land in the middle of the ocean and get him off the flight? But I'm just joking. But, but uh, yeah, I feel like we have on record. I feel like I I I feel like I got the better end of that deal, taking the 15-year-old, not the three little ones
1: i isn't uh, are you a good flyer Akiva didn't we learn that's
3: that? a good yes I am a good flyer <laughs> that's, yes that's a very good flyer good callback I and I showed it I worked for four hours I slept for eight <laughs> showed it. I don't eat I don't uh, eat on planes really I never like eat I just like say in my spot and that's it
2: you didn't eat for the whole flight I don't find that I did
3: not you I had did not. the kosher meal <laughs> uh, we did you're
2: not have taking a... an at all kosher meal
3: um, we flew American, so you had to like order it, but my wife did order it for me and I did not touch it.
2: <laughs>
1: what? What was it? Was I, it that bad? I
3: know I didn't open it. Like I don't eat. I, I my I took my daughter out like to eat in the airport in the food court and then I, I didn't eat for the twelve hours on the on the plane. So you're saying that you would food. object
2: you would object to some dinner.
3: I did that night object to some dinner, that's correct.
2: <laughs> All right. I have some questions from the great uh uh, mm-hmm. one that I'm gonna ask now, one that I'm gonna ask later. Which real life football player is Jax McTavish most like? Do you feel I, I will spoil IMDB did not say like, <laughs> oh, this is based on based some on Bears somebody. player like the last time.
3: Yeah, I, I'm like I'm trying to think of a guy who is like a very emo a very emo linebacker and I can't come up with an <laughs> emo linebacker. It's very hard. Um, Maybe you
2: just don't know him like that.
3: You know, they are – yeah, I guess. So that is true. It, it could be like Brian Erlacher, maybe. Maybe he has like an emotional side. Bear, old Bears linebacker.
1: Of course. Uh, well, would it, do, do you think it has to be a 49ers player?
3: Well, if it has to be – then I guess it could be Patrick Willis who retired like when he was still good. Maybe he retired because he wanted to like, you know, spend more time in love with whoever he was dating or something. Um, it is funny they never said 49ers. They just kept saying San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean Fox is like re- literally a partner of the NFL. I, I feel like they, it's not like you know the 1980s in a commercial and you like can't say the name of the product or something. It's weird that they did that.
2: I really like the idea of instead of I want to spend more time with my family saying I want to spend more time in love with someone.
3: Yeah. well, <laughs> like, <I> also, like, <laughs> there's also a weird scene in the episode where Winston, who's ostensibly like a sports expert, right? He, he works on a sports uh, radio at a sports radio station, is like, yeah, he had 7.8 tackles last year. And then uh, then Jess was like, "How do you have seven point eight tackles? That's not a thing. You cannot obviously have an eighth of a tackle or an eight tenths of a tackle. So like, what is? Do you think that was showing that Winston was nervous that he doesn't know sports? Is it the writers' room making a mistake? It's a hundred
2: percent the writers'
3: room. <laughs> they do, They like how do you? That doesn't make any sense. Like it because can you
2: average that per game? N- is
3: that what no? Doing? How would you? I oh yeah, I guess you could average seven point eight per game. You could average anything, right? So, right. yes, I guess 7.8. But wait, nobody would ever Maddie say that. Signs? I've never. Listen, I've, s- I've been a football fan my whole life. I've, I've like been paid for my football knowledge. I've never heard somebody say how many tackles per game someone averages. It, I, it just seems very weird to say 7.8. That's not,
1: that's not a normal stat. 7.8 tackles per game. Tackles
3: is barely like a stat people care about. So,
1: no, wait, did it say that he was a linebacker?
3: No, but we see, like, the, the implication we're given is that he's a linebacker or a safety, which is, like, I guess similar just because he's, like, smashing people over the middle. Like, you know what I mean? He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's supposed to be, like, a tough guy. They didn't make him, like, you know, a quarterback or anything like that. I, I feel like he has to be a <laughs> linebacker. Plus, he has tackles, so he has to be a defensive player. Probably not. He's not, like, thick enough to be a D lineman. So, yeah, he's got to be a
2: linebacker. Whoa. Yeah.
3: Well, D it's linemen not, are, like, 300-something pounds. We have a Steve related Coward. question. Yeah, what, what's the question?
2: The related question comes from Justin Ramsey. This really made me laugh. Are we buying Jax McTavish as a safety? I think he seems a bit too tall, <laughs> seems to have more of a quarterback build, but being an NFL quarterback would make him too famous to right. be hanging out with Winston and Jess. True. Maybe a linebacker?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think he's a linebacker. Well, oh, there we go. Yeah, he's a linebacker of safety for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Steve Howie is big. Steve Howie's probably like 6'4", 6'5". He's almost like, ironically, almost too big to be like certain positions in football, but yeah. Although well, maybe the cast is small, I don't know. I don't, right, he is a big guy, right? He's unless he's just bigger than the cast. He seems like a huge guy, Howie.
1: Steve Howie is six four. Okay,
3: yeah, but he's thick That's also. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, I take it Please back. Please keep at, this looking, up saying he's thick. Looking <laughs> at looking at pictures of him, he is he is attractive. I, I take it back. I just saw one. It bad depends picture on of him. the
1: facial hair. Yes, the me. facial
3: hair can, can has bad days. I agree.
1: Yeah, it's it's a make or break.
3: Do you think he has uh, not, I mean I guess they have kids. I shouldn't I shouldn't even make fun. I am not even going to ask my question.
2: Okay, good. let you
3: know,
2: Wait, why does having kids cha- You don't have to say what you were going to say. Well, why I'll say what I was going to say. I was going to say like You were, I feel like you were about to do some like marriage like No, I was like uh, do you think pumping?
3: he's do you think he has his ex-wife blocked on social media that she's like posting thirst traps and how much yeah. she likes at her new guy about. But it's well, just, what like
2: you see- do, Does he follow?
3: I didn't check. A good question
2: mm.
3: like i don't know what the play well, you is don't there.
2: look there could be new girl spoilers on his uh <laughs> on
3: steve howey's i don't think there is <laughs> i mean unless he's like now a regular for the rest of the series but i really doubt it
2: okay here's a funny game
3: mm-hmm.
2: i have nine people that i follow that follow him Steve Howey. two of them are rhap adjacent people
3: okay who are they oh i love getting so uh so insular
2: Okay,
1: um, let's see. So Reba is what he's, was that what you would say he's famous for or shameless now? I guess depends on the time, right?
3: There is one person. I
2: would say both of these two people are following him because he's hot. (laughs) okay. That would be my guess. (laughs) Because there's one
3: RHGP person who's not a podcaster who is famously a huge Reba fan. Who is it? Uh, Johnny DeSilvera.
2: No, it's not him. Mm -hmm. It's not. It could be um, one of them. One of them is is definitely because he's hot. One of them is probably a mix of hot and acting credits.
0: Um,
1: uh, Kirsten, don't be mad at me, but is, is one of them Kirsten?
2: It's not Kirsten. Mm. They are both uh, American.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Let's see.
3: Steve he, he, he has more followers than Sarah Shahi. That's shocking. He's really a famous Okay, guy. so
2: you are now looking, so you are going to ruin the game.
3: No, I, I actually noticed that he had more followers yesterday. I didn't look.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: so don't worry. The integrity of the game is still intact.
2: I love when Akiva lies to my face. Yeah.
1: No. Well, Akiva has to guess. I,
3: I did not lie. That was 100% uh, true. That okay, give us, I, give us a guess. I did the deep dive yesterday. No, I, but I, I. now that you say it, I remember who followed. I remember one of the names. But I but I uh... will
2: say it. So guess another one. No. So guess the other one. No. Oh.
3: I have no idea. I you should just say because okay. this is for pe- <laughs> so imagine the us. people who <laughs> so don't this know. Is such a good game.
2: I thought you were just going to guess. OK, so who so who is the one Akiva that you noticed? was Who is was
3: Nicole Sesternino
2: and the other is the great Matt Liguri. Oh, OK.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, I got I got Laura Holtzwasser also.
2: Do you agree that both of them are uh, following the hymn for hotness? You think they're big? Shameless. I feel like Nicole could watch Shameless. I don't. I, I don't say, think, I think Matt
3: watches Shameless, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah one of these haircuts from Steve Howey is is uh, is wild. But I guess he probably plays That's a bad. Probably plays a bad guy in a lot of movies. He probably has to dress up like that sometimes.
2: He was such a uh, nice guy in Reba. So good for him. For it's not funny. Being I think
3: he's always, I, I think he probably is nowadays typecast. I feel like he's only getting uh, roles of like bullies or the or like the big bad guy. I can't imagine he's like the soft. You know, like I the mean, the lead.
1: Yeah. The way he looks, though, you know, like uh, he pulls off the big
2: baddie good.
3: Mm-hmm. He pulls off the baddie good, guys.
2: Yeah. I've never seen him in a bad guy role because I've only seen him in this. Is he a bad Lindo. guy in this episode?
3: I don't think he's so. A I think he's a little presumptuous. If, like, your friend was, like, Jazz. But you this... would
2: not describe him as the big baddie. You wouldn't... You he's not the big as, baddie. Like,
3: the freak. a <laughs> freak. He's a freak in this episode. He's a freak. That's right. You'd call him the because football player to, to Missy. You'd be like, You know the football player? Um but
2: no, I'd be like, You know that freak who proposed <laughs> the football to us. Freak. <laughs> they we're didn't... getting too we're getting too merged Installer. at the brain. Yeah, like I yeah. we now say no, I'm saying me and Missy now say uh, us when we would talk about it. You're like, you know that guy who rejected us? We're like mm-hmm. you know that guy who asked us out again? <laughs> like we say us. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, the fells uh, will like, like I love that. this the, for us. The fells will yeah, like
0: that. That's,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's normal. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Woo. What happened in the episode? Let's get to Chevrang. <laughs> I do love Chevrang <laughs> on the phone being – I think this was Shebrang's best episode in that he was, like, had the most work that he's had to do, where I, I do love how he's on the phone and you only hear the one side of, like, yeah, I'm going to celebrate a, a party with two men who have lived together. No, it's not like that. Oh, believe me, I know it's not oh, like sh- that. Yeah. Like, I just love that scene.
3: Yeah. It's funny because they, 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 you could sort of tell by the tone – that it's, like, Jess is not into it really at all, mostly uh, – uh, Cece, excuse me, is not into it at all, mostly because he's, like, so, uh, like, unromantic about it. I don't know if – like, Jess is clearly happy at the end of the episode. There's no, like, are you happy? Like, yeah, but then you sort of, as a viewer, know she's not. I don't think that that's where we're led uh, to end the episode. Sorry,
2: Cece or Jess?
3: So, C- that Jess, sorry. Uh, Cece. Jess is not – it should not be mentioned. <laughs> uh, you know, I always mix up Jess and Cece and Nick <laughs> and Schmidt. That's a uh, – that's a, uh, yeah, a longstanding okay. feature of the, of the show. So I, I, I do think she's happy about it, but part of me also believes, like, is this love? Do you know what I mean? Like, is she really in love with this guy, Chavreng? She doesn't know him super well. It is sort of, you know, forced slash arranged at this point. And maybe they will grow to love each other, but I am super curious where it's going to go.
2: We got a question that I did not pull, Keeve, That was like, "What does Keeve think of arranged marriage?" Because I thought it bled a little into like religious territory that you went on. But since you're touching it yourself, sure. do you? So have, there was a show
3: fun? on. Um, FYI, is that a channel? You guys would know what a channel. Discovery, maybe. What
1: a channel is.
3: They, like one of Wait. those. There was a there was a show on like Deep Cable, called Arranged. <laughs> I think they had two seasons. Okay. Did either have, either you come across it?
1: Okay, well, the FYI Network does exist. Yeah,
3: so it was on the, it was on that channel. I think it used to be Discovery, or it's like Discovery spinoff channel, or something like that. Um, it,
2: it's, it shows that you could watch it on Pluto now.
3: Ah, uh, so it's it's. I people guess it's, are looking for this. I guess it's struggling. the FYI channel, if it's only on Pluto, if it's Pluto <laughs> only. Maybe maybe. Anyway, Arranged had two seasons, and the second season had uh, a modern Orthodox couple, and I would get questions from listeners because there was a bunch of people in our world watching it. And they would say like, "Hey, you know, like I'm watching it." Like they'd say like, "Is this a real thing?" And I did, I did message with the w- woman, which is very unlike me, and I'm surprised they did it. Um, but pe- th- they did like a couple weird things that were like trying to show how strict Orthodox Judaism is, but like completely made up. That they like weren't allowed to sleep in the same room when they were married, at like a certain point, and like th- which was not a thing. Like it's, it completely made up. Uh, And they like made the guys like sleep on the floor while she was in the bedroom and and someone so someone asked me and I think they tagged the woman The from the show and I was like and she's like no, that's not real So I I like said like, you know, you can say no (laughs) like basically like you could say no to the producers like why would you paint? Yourself, you know, like your religion whatever in a bad light with it Like at least if you tell them the truth and you know people the truth is complicated. That's fine but like why would you let them make up a scenario and then do it makes no sense. They're not going to like fire you in the middle of the show for not agreeing to like make up this insane thing that you have to sleep in different bedrooms. Uh, so I, have
1: you seen reality TV?
3: I know. Listen, if it was like the first day of of um, if it was the first, but also like you should you're you're and listen, they clearly were like serious. They're like pretty religious people. They were serious about it. It just didn't make any sense to me that they would like agree to do this thing so i uh, i said uh, that I politely speak for tonight, other
2: but. religions and let me know if if this is not if you don't agree with this because i shouldn't be speaking for all jews but i do think <laughs> jews have like let me and this is not to say word. other people don't yeah. but jews but jews definitely feel like very image conscious of like the reputation of the jewish people well when we would go correct? when
3: we would we would go on school trips we would oh they would always say don't you know, like make a kiddush hashem don't make a hashem, which means like. We're going, we're a bunch of like kids wearing yarmulkes and maybe that'll be like unusual to, right. you know, at, at Colonial Williamsburg or wherever you're going. Like <laughs> make them, make the people who are there think like, oh, those are well-behaved kids. Not that those are like monsters who are running around not behaving. You know, they would always say that.
2: And of course, and of course, this is not unique to Jews. No, of course, this no, is, no like, not at all. Not, minority. Yes, absolutely. And, no, no, I, I'm saying it, I'm saying it because I think I made it seem unique to, I just meant like no. I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. But any visible minority um, oh yeah, I'm sure. Every, I'm sure every group, way. and
3: even and even you know, Catholic school, and any any you know any school, even public, like even like, hey, represent Kennedy High School. Like, don't make people think that we're you know, a bunch of losers. But it's like,
2: we've talked about the concept of like a Shonda on the show before. Yes. Like, I think, so I think it makes sense to me that Keeve, you would like plug into like, why are you, we already have a hard enough time. Why well, are you it was, it was But even like, worse? it was <laughs> proven so. right because like
3: literally listeners of, uh you know, like people in our universe, like in the RTP universe were like, that is insane. Like, I can't believe you do that. And then it was like, oh, we don't. And then they were like tagging her. So it was like, it, that was sort of easy to be like, yeah, don't do that. So like, what
2: did she say? did she respond to I don't remember.
3: Honestly, it was like six years ago or whatever. <laughs> I only like, remember what you said. I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, like, she wasn't <laughs> like you're right, but she wasn't like uh, blocking me or anything. I, she might not have responded to that, but it, it was just like, yeah, because a lot of the things were like real, even though like some of the things we do are maybe unconventional or unusual, but like I'm, like why, why, let the, why let them make up a scenario that's not in the religion? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway.
2: I have often said, and you know, nothing to do with any like um i don't know how to say this i recognize that there are bad things that go along with arranged marriages Mm -hmm. and there's like cultural significance i'm not appreciating of a variety of cultures i have often said just the general concept of like my mother picking a partner for me Is probably better than what I am selecting. Right. Oh, for sure. Yes. At this
3: point, (laughs) if you could press a button. (laughs)
2: And I think what what CC is what's going on with CeCe, I'm not signing up to do it, but I think is like seems like an attractive option to me. Is like she's gone on this the show has made it try to suggest that she's gone on several, several dates with people. Right. She has sort of mutually chosen Shebrang and their parents have mutually consented. It's not like Hey, I've picked this. Per- and, and that might work for someone, too. Like, hey, I've picked this person. Right. It's not married at first so like, sight.
3: Not literally the show. Right. But like, they they have, they have some, uh cons- like, they're able to consent to, like, yes or no to this partner. And they have some ability to at least meet the person first. So it's not it's not a blind marriage.
2: And I think they have, it seems like they, in the show, have full agency. It's like. Yeah, absolutely. We're now deciding to propose or not at propose. At the extremes, Not like the mom shows up, like, here's right. the wedding.
3: At the extremes of. You know, uh, of Judaism and and some other religions and or cultures, there will the, you know maybe you'd get. I don't know. There aren't a lot. I'm sure there are some where it's like I've never met the person, but there are definitely like you meet them once and like that's when you decide yes or no. You know, and maybe the family. Would in the you room
2: arrange marry? Would you arrange a marriage for me?
3: For for you? I mean, can we do it on an app?
2: I was gonna say you're <laughs> only gonna say like I. I need review, content. I open an 140 episodes Diana. in. <laughs> Liana, open the envelope that I sent you three months ago and inside it says, Can we do it on Renap?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um wait, Liana, Liana will you come on and, and help us pick somebody for her?
2: Sure. I, we could course. do it
3: on NGOG. We could do is it more of a thirty two fans idea? We could do it on NGOG. No,
2: no, I'm not doing it in the podcast. No. I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
3: But I but I think oh you would love this. Oh, you would
2: do it. if I said if I said I would come on Renap and you could do a Who Wants to Marry Missy but it's me. Yeah. You
3: would do it in a second. Um, who wants to marry Missy and Allie? And it's like duos of guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we're not sure which one's for Missy, which one's for Allie. Yeah.
1: Well, it's that's too. a reality love show. That. I love that idea. Um, also, I did a quick search for Akiva and hashtag arranged. And uh, I found a tweet <laughs> from 2016. Is Vicky the name? Yes, yes.
3: Vicky was the one. Okay. Amazing.
1: All right. Amazing. Okay, well, I'll try to find the one specifically about the floor thing. But there was one conversation you were having. Apparently, uh, you didn't see Vicky out without her hat or wig. Um, I don't
0: know. So, if that somebody asked me. So, to I believe you.
3: somebody asked me that question. And ba- basically, mm-hmm. what the, and I would never ask a woman like, "Were you covering your hair?" That would be. Insane I was going to say it No, up, somebody rude. asked me. But I think the question was basically like, "Did you?" Because she covered her hair when she was married. And they made it seem like they were married for a lot of the show. So I think the – what they were getting at there was um, that they were filming things pretending that they had already been married when they were not married yet.
1: I see. Okay. I found found the – so, okay. So you tweeted, have uh, already had three people ask me if, quote, all orthodox men sleep on the living room floor half the month, Mm -hmm. end quote. Yes. So –
3: yeah
2: yeah now akiva you do sleep in the living room half the time yeah. that's because you're up till five a.m <laughs> yes. with uh that's because Houya, like by the t- playing among <laughs> us yeah that's by
3: because by the time like by the time i'm i'm ready to go to bed there's like two little boys who've like already you know climbed into my bed and it's like uh, i'm gonna like bring them back or whatever no i'm just gonna sleep on the couch
2: who have been restrained in your bed
3: <laughs> the restraining story was not true I, you're just probably uh, a little troublemaker on the plane um so yeah uh yeah that is funny that you found those tweets from five, i was right it was it was five years ago
2: where do you think she's doing now how many followers akiva uh, leon are you still on her no i don't want
3: to like get into i don't want to get into this <laughs> I, I leave this lady alone she's not in the public eye. <laughs> all
2: right let's talk about the party um you've talked about the theme Liana. how do you think he executed his uh his theme well okay so that was the
1: thing so you know there's the whole gag that it's masculine garden party but i don't think we really get to see kind of enough i mean it's outside so i think that that fits with the garden party is the fact that it's tin there's a lot of tin uh decorations is that the whole like masculine part is it the disgusting porta potty that nick brings is that the masculine part of it I'm, i'm not quite sure i didn't really like necessarily get that part of it but i think you know I think overall, it looked it looks cute, very Schmidt party for sure.
2: I die at Nick. I thought that was the visitor center. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was like the tin swords uh, that he mm-hmm. later uses to pop a, a soccer ball. Very sadly, uh, was the masculine I, element.
1: I love the like massive photo of Schmidt also the one that you can kind of see like when he's doing the thing with the, yeah, like popping the soccer ball for the kid. There's like a giant photo of him. Ugh, classic Schmidt.
2: Yeah. All of the photos of Nick are like mug shots and all (laughs) of the photos of Schmidt are professional headshots. It's like a picture of Rob when, when has to put a graphic out and it's like a blurry (laughs) picture of a key behind a microphone and a hat and like the most professional glowing headshot of Rob.
3: What are you trying to talk about? What are you talking about? (laughs)
2: <laughs> what do what you do you said I told, you mom, to I told my mom I told my mom
3: because I she showed me some picture could we I,
2: get your mom on the podcast I think if she
3: came downstairs here I'm, I'm in I'm in my parents basement like most podcasters are um, <laughs> <laughs> although it is a very nice basement and the um the what's it called um what are you trying to talk about I know I I I, I huh? she, she showed me some picture or we took a picture and I was like, I was wearing a black. Allie, Allie do you want to do you want to tell everyone what I was wearing, even though he didn't see the picture?
2: Oh yeah, your one trucker hat and your maroon polo. No,
3: black polo shirt and then khaki shorts. Um, and and did I get the hat right? Yeah, uh, no, I think that day I wore. <laughs> I, I went to my grandpa's house, so I wore a Jets hat because he's a big Jets fan. So uh, why
2: are you setting me up? Like you have one uniform. But that, and that ha- I no, because the, the point is, I
3: I said I said people on the internet say I have one outfit, mom. And she said. I, mean, I think she probably agreed.
2: <laughs> was, was that the end of I the did, story? Or? I did.
3: Like, I brought – I didn't bring – Mary doesn't like – when we travel, like, we, we like to bring back a lot of stuff in all our in our bags, things that we can't necessarily get abroad. So she likes to pack light, and she's like, you know, I'll do the laundry every week or whatever, so we don't have to um, – we can pack as little as possible because I want to bring back as much, like, good stuff as we possibly can. So I packed almost nothing, and then I realized, like, oh, I have to go away to a hotel for 23 days. I'm not going to be able to, like – Do the laundry which i'm sure would be like ten thousand dollars at the hotel anyway so i didn't have enough clothes so i went clothes shopping with my mom the other day it was great
2: did you just buy a bunch of khakis and (laughs) polos
3: i bought a lot of like i also didn't know the dress code for work so i was really like guessing it
2: how many pockets are on the shorts and pants that you
3: purchased well i'm not a big pockets Uh guy just on those pair of khaki shorts like i don't have like a (laughs) yeah i'm not like i don't wear cargo pants
1: like because of the style. Of you think I wear? I don't like wear. God, I hate putting First stuff on. First of all,
3: you packet. just did like a no. Um, you did like the no. I know. Arm. I gave no, you I, a full.
2: I, no, it's a Yosef. I the Yosef. You oh, a full. Oh yeah, you're right. Them. You're
3: right. I mixed up my kids. I haven't seen them in a long time. In my defense, I haven't seen them in so long, in like two weeks. I, I uh, always come to our house. I'm very excited. I've never met him. I can't wait to eat meat banana. But it takes a long, long time. Ow. You know what? I have to. I have to have him send me. I really should have I should have had him send me the banana minute.
2: Okay, let's move wow. on. So, speaking of outfits, what the hell was Zoe wearing to this party?
1: Oh, that like um what was that like it was like a pink over let me pull up a picture of it.
2: It was like a cape that I thought it was almost like Zoe De Chanel was pregnant and they were trying to like it's like we one of those things you it. put uh, like a uh, something like that yeah exactly like to to disguise it So she's wearing this pink cape but then she's wearing and i like the shorts over uh opaque tights trend but she's wearing like sheer tights with like booty shorts it's the most bizarre proportion outfit i've ever seen and i yeah, get it because gonna... she has to be running around playing football for, i guess yeah. but it's very strange for
3: everyone uh listening to the podcast this is when i turn on the all-star game and see what the score is
2: <laughs> All right, Chester. Go ahead, Liana.
1: Wow. To be honest, the I, I didn't even know she was wearing uh, shorts. I thought she was just wearing tights, and I thought, huh, that's a choice. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why Jax fell in love with her so fast. Like she wasn't wearing any pants. She's
2: ass
1: out. Just ass. <laughs> yeah. Infinity baby.
3: But I did. Oh yeah, like she's. That's funny.
2: Oh, he's back. Yeah.
3: No, I did tell. <laughs> I, I I asked Mara if we could have Yosef recorded, but in a minute. But it's close to nine. He might be asleep. I did tell. Um, we don't
2: have them for, you're good, for, until next week.
3: I, I did, I, I told Yosef when I spoke to him after I got off the plane, I said, you know, Yosef, uh, the pilot made the wrong turn, and instead of taking us to uh, America, he took us to spooky America. Um, what did he say to that? He got really mad, and he said, only me and Banana have the key, so it's not possible. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> gatekeeping
3: yeah he does gatekeep uh... oh
2: you weren't you weren't asking him you were you were saying that you and Ella were in Spooky yeah America. I
3: told her that me and Ella we, the pilot made a wrong turn and we went to Spooky America he did not buy it at all
2: wow you'd think he'd <laughs> be worried about the Cheetahs
3: the Cheetahs yeah no no. Only, only he and Banana have the keys so don't worry about it
2: mm. I say abracadabra come back to my gun <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we had a, it's been a minute since we had the Banana minute, so my Joseph is a little rusty yeah
3: mm-hmm. he speaks a little differently now uh, honestly
1: well, it's better than Akiva's and,
0: you
3: know, songs. Yo, dape.: All right.
2: Well, I love this. Now I'm learning because Winston says, like, I have the upper hand here. I know. I'll... This is what, like, when Akiva and I talk about guys, he's like, I know guys. I'm going to respond with Jess's, like, oh, okay, what am I going to do? I'll just use my eyes, hair, legs, boobs, an adorable personality. Really, though, Liana cracked the code. She was just naked. <laughs>
1: yeah. See? It's easy i learned it during my hoeing days oh i told
2: my you God. <laughs> <laughs> i do think uh keeve just like did use some good uh football terminology here when she said too many men on the field flag on the play yeah i, I thought that was more than zero knowledge. i think
3: in like some episodes Jess like oh what's like did anybody score a home run in the football game and in some episodes she like knows about sports i think it's i think it's inconsistent <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: it's
3: inconsistent
1: even within this episode, right. right? Like at the beginning, and she's like, "Haha, what's a tackle?" Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Liana's now doing it too.
3: <laughs> uh, Zoo- Zooey in real life <laughs> does she know sports?
1: Uh,
2: f- this is a Who Weekly question. Does Zooey de Chanel Bones- know what sports are? I, sports I are.
1: think Bones knows more.
2: You
3: think? You think Bones is a sports? Who's Bones married to again?
2: The bones ones connected to the bone. <laughs> the...
1: <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Cause I
3: usually know like which celebrities are into sports. Zoe David
1: did Hornsby.
3: Oh, cricket from Wait, uh from that Zoe guy, Sunny. cricket. Yeah, I don't think cricket has seen a sporting event in his life.
2: <laughs> uh Zoe did attend uh acclaim Big Ten University. Uh, Big Ten school, Northwestern University, famously right. one of the best mm-hmm. sports schools in the Big Ten, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. as Rank as declared last yeah. last episode by me. Okay, so then yeah, maybe she does.
3: Um.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say she's a jock.
3: Would you say you're a jock, or either you jocks?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't know. I worked uh I like played a lot of sports. I played varsity lacrosse all four years, mm. so I was more of like a douchebag jock. Yeah. But oh, uh, you relax bro. Relax bro. Relax bro. A lax ho. Hey awesome. let's go <laughs> amazing.
3: That is I'm sure someone has said that before. Like I'm sure that has, but that's still amazing. <laughs>
2: um we got a question and I didn't pull who it's from so I truly apologize. Uh Oh sorry, it's from Patty. I did pull it. Why does the gang have such a propensity for ending up in full contact tackle football games?
3: I've never heard of anyone that's over true. the age of twenty-two doing that's this. That's true. Like maybe you'll have like a family Thanksgiving game, but even that's usually two and touch. Like these adults play a <laughs> lot of a lot of tackle football.
2: <laughs> um talking about the dynamic between Nick and Schmidt, because I think you both talked about how much this episode sort of like moves the plot and the characters forward together. Uh, Nick and Schmidt have a lot of sort of, like, these heart-to-heart moments. The big, I guess, like, catalyst to it is that Nick Schmidt gave Nick a fake job of getting balloons and a porta a potty I die at this line, though, introducing this scene where Schmidt says, I have what's called an income. Matt Stewart wants to know, Keith, since you're the money expert, he didn't say that I did, how much money does Schmidt make to be able to put on this party? Obviously. As someone who just made a bat mitzvah.
3: Obviously, this this crossed my mind a lot during the episode, like, <laughs> Schmidt says, I have a job. But, like, that's a little insulting. Like, lots of people have jobs that they don't necessarily have, like, unlimited disposable income. <laughs> um, I think Schmidt, I don't know anything about, like, ma- marketing firms in L.A., but I'm going to say Schmidt makes, like, $210,000 a year.
2: Oh, that's way what? higher than I would have guessed.
3: <laughs> you think that's too high? I mean, he makes it seem, like, he spends so much money on on stuff.
1: But the thing is like he lives with, with True, agreements. true. He has
3: no expenses.
1: But, yeah. Exactly. So like if rent is super cheap theoretically okay. then Yeah, I, I'm going
3: to I'm going to switch the numbers. Price is right style from t- 210 to 120.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I believe six figures, I mean, is he, but is like he a barely VP? six figures. What's his
3: do we know what's his title at work right now? Is he like a vice president? No the lady he was like he's
2: in a cubicle.
3: Right, he's in a cubicle. He's not in an office. Mm-hmm. I think the lady who like he was in the arrangement with for a couple episodes, I think she was like a random VP from a different district or whatever. So yeah, he's well, not that. She was that like high the
2: up. vice president of North America. Right.
3: Yeah, he's not that high up. So I I take back my I take back my. I mean there is high cost of living in LA, but right, they live in a loft. I assume the loft is you know, it's split four ways and I assume it, it it's like somewhat discounted. So I don't know.
2: I mean he is like ten years. Well, so he's. Wait, is the math right on this? If they were roommates their freshman year of college, and this is their tenth year together, then he's only twenty-eight. Yeah, I was thinking about so that we too. Know that he's twenty-nine. Yeah, yeah. 29?
3: <laughs> but I mean, maybe they were old. Were they old college freshmen? Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> it's, like a, he was it's already right. nineteen.
3: <laughs> I mean, I was seventeen when I started college. Yeah, I mean, as you as you just asked me before, how old was it one? How old I was on nine eleven.
2: <laughs> but he is he is uh you know several years into his career. Yes. So I think your second guess is probably right. Yeah. yeah.
3: Maybe between the two, but closer to one twenty than two ten.
2: Liana, did did you like the porta de potty uh scene of it all?
1: I mean, one of the things I like about New Girl is the Schmidt Nick dynamic, and so anything that allows them to kind of like play off each other, I think, is really funny. And like the concept of Nick going to the port, like he he did enough to make it to the porta potty place to talk to the guy about ordering the porta potties, and then fumbles the ball, <laughs> football, at the last minute, and then buys a porta potty, <laughs> like buys trash, essentially. Uh, so yeah, I love this. Love this.
2: He's a small business owner.
1: Yeah, he's a small business owner, and he bought keep it. Do. So you know, keep. Do we
2: see that porta potty, again
3: I think we do. I hope we do.
2: I too hope we do. I would like to see that. Like, I'm a small business owner. Gag. Like, even if we don't see the physical porta potty, I'd love to like have him offer it up as like a service. Right. At
3: least the reference. Or like, yeah, that it. he
1: like. Exactly. Like that he read, oh, my Craigslist ad for the porta potty business is really taking <laughs> off. You know, or so, like some, yeah. some gag like that would be hilarious.
2: Um, Keith, Patty wants to know, why is Robbie in this episode?
3: It's very random. I feel like they, like, hey, Robbie, we're going to need you. And then they realize, like, oh, we don't have time. This is such a jam packed episode. So they just, like, threw him into the party. <laughs> like, his contract co- recalled for, like, eight episodes and, like, all right, we'll make this one of them.
2: So. Are we seeing Robbie again?
3: I think we'll see him again, yeah. I don't think this is the last of Robbie.
2: Sorry, this is so dangerous. Now that I'm using AirPods, I can, like, get up. Like, I'm fully in my kitchen right now, not by my
3: computer. Well, there is a weird noise,
2: so... <laughs> I'm pouring some coffee. Like, I'm putting, um like, sugar in it. I'm sorry. It's so rude. And I could have just not said anything, but I felt so mischievous being away from my computer. <laughs> Just don't
1: eat anything. You'll get called out for it.
2: <laughs> Keith, how do you do with bathroom pressure? Uh
3: wh- what's bathroom pressure when, when like people are watching you go to the bathroom?
2: <laughs> He's yeah, a good I feel flyer, like do, okay? okay? I don't think you do well with bathroom pressure. That would be my prediction. Probably not.
3: Probably not. I don't I feel like I'm not frequently pressured, <laughs> bathroom pressured, but I feel like I wouldn't be great at it.
2: I think most people with young kids would feel like they usually have bathroom pressure.
3: Meaning what? The kids are knocking on the door. That the kids are going in with you. Like what? Yeah, both.
1: Yeah. Do your kids like bust in?
3: No, I don't think I've ever had a kid bust in while I'm in the bathroom. And we do you have, have four
2: lo- children, and they've never once come in. I mean,
3: maybe like when the first one was a baby, but like, I mean, I like you lock the door. <laughs> she
2: crawled in. I don't know. Like, no, I don't think so. Like, you
3: lock the door. I don't think I'm sure. Mara's had to deal with it, like you know, like a crying baby, and like you had to. Go, but like, I've never, I've never had, I, in, I've never had like. Uh, I never had someone follow me into the bathroom.
2: Dr. Amanda's in my DMs right now being like, I don't understand. <laughs> Keep up. Like in general?
3: Just just the, like... A... No, I meant
2: as she's listening to that. Oh, why? She she, does she have like... a lot of...
3: Does she? Oh. Does she get followed?
2: No, maybe not. I just imagine that like parents generally like can't get a moment alone. Like the kid comes in, the kid complains, the kid knocks on the well, door. Also, I don't have like
3: little kids anymore and also have like an older kid like it wouldn't be like i guess if you have a two-year-old How and you can't let's say you were home alone with like a two-year-old okay <laughs> you'll say four he's like he can handle uh, you know like i can lock i can lock the bathroom door and he like you won't you know it's not like a health ha- you know like a safety hazard for for 30 seconds you know but but like if you have one kid let's say you're, let's <laughs> well, say you're home my, alone watching one kid who's two there. Let's see.
1: I like well I thought I don't know where I thought that was going that like he could pick the like he, oh he's not old enough to pick the lock, so it's fine. I can lock the door and he won't
3: come in. I
1: don't know where why well, that's it's where
0: like
3: my thirty mind went, like but... yeah, I guess if you have a two year old, like maybe you can't leave them outside the bathroom, even if you're like you know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do? Maybe
2: maybe you can't. I guess you, can, but you I, can't, but I haven't,
3: I haven't just had a two-year-old without having someone who could watch it. I guess I'm more
2: thinking being in a public restroom and having to bring in, like, ah, two boys yeah. under five and being like, come on, Noam, no, don't well, touch that. Well, they do, ass. like, like on. one
3: nice thing is that they will, I' now Noam can't do it anymore, he's seven, but, like, when the boys were little, they'd be like, I want to go with Mommy, and they'd go into, like, the ladies' room when they were two, you know?
2: Yeah, I was would... okay, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, I do like Justice selling the porta potty. Liana, could you sell us on Nick's porta potty? I mean,
1: could definitely you make not intent? as well uh, as Jess. <laughs> well, you know, she truly cares and tries. Obviously, the book is a good line. Oh, I uh, wish I had a good book. But then, of course, the minute she opens the door, it's a di- like yeah. no one can fake that. That's just it, it's impossible.
2: I love ooh, just my style. <laughs> Really vintage, well. just my style. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick's face. I think Jake Johnson does an incredible job this whole episode of, like, switching back and forth to, like, deranged Nick to, like, emotional and semi-responsible Nick to, like, earnest Nick, who, like, really does believe this was, like, a great job that he did. hmm mm-hmm.
1: Like, he is proud of himself for what he's accomplished. He shouldn't be, but he is. <laughs>
2: And there's so much subtlety, too, when he's just like, uh, you know, Jess is sort of needling him. There's this whole undercurrent of, like, what's going on between them. And she's like, it's nice talking, uh, hanging out with Jax, who talks about his feelings. And he's like, you don't want a guy who talks about his feelings, right? (laughs) I guess it's not subtle, but you know what I mean. Like, I do want to check in with Akiva on, like, how sick you are of the will they, won't they? Because I think they do sort of, like, an under-the-radar job with it.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not sick of it right now. I thought, like, this was is a good example of an episode that balances moving the plot forward, even though the plot often on this show is will they or won't they, or relationship stories, with, you know, focusing on jokes and having a lot of funny lines and stuff like that.
1: hmm Yeah, it's not too heavy-handed, no. I think. And that that's, it's okay.
2: Um... I was going to say something and I totally forgot. Let's get to Jackson Jess, the opposite of not too heavy handed, aka heavy handed. (laughs) Uh, I think this is like a very sitcom y thing. Like, I don't, maybe people just don't fall in love with me instantly. Like, I, I, I thought this was funny, not necessarily true to life, but I don't mind it because, you know, it's a sitcom.
1: (laughs) It's, it's fictional, it's television. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so over the top, right?
2: Um, I was waiting for you to be it's- like, "This happened to me like five or six times during my ho-days.
1: I mean, close, <laughs> but not like exactly this within the time frame, obviously, of the episode. But um, you know, I mean, I do. Uh, there's a little bit of, a bit of me that empathizes with Jess here. You know, you gotta got an emotional guy obsessed with you. It happens.
2: <laughs> Are you telling us this is what happened with you and Puya? <laughs> Shh, he's listening. <laughs> Um, I do like that Jess goes with it, though. Like, she rides, she's willing to ride this, like, hot guy train until truly the wheels come off and she can't anymore. Like, even when he's like, I like you a lot and breaks down crying, she's like, I want to French you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's a football player, so, you know, it's like willing to forgive a little bit of wacko for the footballness. I mean, I don't know.
3: I have a, I have a- oh, oh, a I would. I've...
1: I don't even think the
2: proposal would have been a deal breaker for me. You would have been like, all right, let's do this thing. Yeah, great. Sounds great.
3: <laughs> I have an update from Yosef. Oh, Mary okay. said they're not home. I don't know why. That Like, are they like in, like, uh, I don't know where they are that they can't record the banana minute, but I didn't follow up. Um, but she said they went to a Target today and he tried to buy Twizzlers, convincing her that he was going to need them for future banana minutes.
0: <laughs>
1: That's so Aww, cute. Aw,
2: you've conditioned him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a great strategy from his part. Get the Twizzlers up front when you're not even there. And then tell mm-hmm. your tell your wife, his mom, that uh it's been authorized because he's been working for them. I like the way this kid thinks. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I mean, you
1: just need him on hand. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um Key, you're the proposal expert here. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Shavrang's proposal? <sighs> Uh, well, for, and Matt Stewart says, are public proposals ever a good idea? I don't think
3: they're ever a good idea. I don't think CeCe is into them, even though she does like this just because it shows some effort, and it's so much better than what he did in the apartment. Um, we, what was his plan? Because obviously he's, he's sort of like uh, glomming on to the Nick and Schmidt celebration. What do you think his plan was about, you know, in terms of asking here?
1: I mean, I think it was just the announcement, like, so get up in front of the party, make the announcement, get down on one knee and propose. Obviously, the music, the light show, the confetti, all of that that was, you know, put aside for uh, what was it called? The toast sequence. Um, You know, that was all like that was all unplanned. But I think the actual actions that he did, I'm sure that's exactly what he you know, was going to do.
3: Right. So it was was just like very good supporting music and and like scenes and the like. Yeah. Like he got lucky,
1: right? He got lucky with the toe sequence. It actually made it somewhat romantic because otherwise he's just getting up there, no music, no backing track, no backup dancers, no doves, and just like, hey, so I love you. Let's get married. Cha-cha-cha. And then he gets down on one knee and proposes. So.
2: I do love the the like um juxtaposition of basically what Jax does. Like I think it was gonna be basically what Jax did, except it would have ended with right. like a yes of just like an awkward like no one knows him. That's the other thing. Like who is this guy? I love everyone's coming up congratulating Cece and Jabrang and like these are Schmidt's friends. Like they don't know who the hell these right. people are. Uh, but you did a public proposal, Keem. Not not to this level.
3: I mean, public. Like, I don't think anybody else saw it. But in theory, it could have been public. Oh, right.
2: you didn't get light applause. From I don't. Like, n- the I could ask online. Mara,
3: but uh, that's not what I remember. I'm sure someone saw it, but uh, but I, I I don't I don't remember.
2: The running gag on. Uh, the Seinfeld podcast was like if you have one question for Larry David right yes
3: you one question for Jerry. I think
2: our running gag is going to be if I have one question for Mary yeah, that's it's funny it's not going to
3: be that. that what would be right now what, in the, what's the leader in the clubhouse is it just like why
2: are you okay <laughs> <laughs> no I'm <kidding>. I, <laughs> do you need help <laughs> blink <laughs> once if... that was in my roast that I never gave oh uh, really oh, for oh the yeah I, I think I read yeah. it on something that war- that scathing roast I did of Akiva mm-hmm. And the punchline yeah. ended with Mara, blink twice if you're okay, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> well,
1: wait. So, Allie, would you ever want a public proposal?
2: Hell no. Part of no. me wanted to make the joke like, oh, just take too good, but like, no. <laughs> no, I can't even joke about it. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it's um, unpleasant. What, how do you feel about them, Liana?
1: No, yeah, no, 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 I don't like people, so yeah. less people, the better. <laughs>
2: Really? 16 knows? I know. um, no, no, just no, a niche no, 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 How no, no. I Met Your Mother reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Av says it's proposing to your girlfriend at her ex-love interest party. <laughs> the worst thing we've seen a character do on the show thus far.
3: That's pretty bad. I didn't think about that.
2: Oof. Because does Chevrang does know yeah because that's then how he's like i mean he's telling his mom yeah, like i comes... know for a
3: fact that they're not you know bert and ernie
2: oh yeah 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 right 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 and yeah, on their so first date yeah. she had to go say like i'm in love with you oof yeah that's a choice here's my take on it i feel bad i think they like despite i feel bad for schmidt here like i think they do a good job showing him like upset both that the party was ruined that the party was a little bit pathetic. And, like, CeCe, who he loves, is, like, moving on and getting engaged. But they do as good of a job showing what an asshole Schmidt is to Shivrang and CeCe. Like, we didn't even talk about, like, the racist greeting he gives them when they come in. He's so rude to him. He, like, put them through hell on the first date of, like, the whole uh, Gina Gibeati of it all. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. So, like, I kind of like chevrang like who's been sort of mild-mannered this whole time throwing his weight around a little bit like oh yeah I'm gonna propose at your party and I don't think it's that bad intention I think it's just the right amount of bad intention uh that's Sch- that Schmidt kind of deserves mm-hmm.
1: like a little bit of extra needling to just like get under his skin like you're gonna be an asshole to me so I'm gonna do this thing that like is not an outright asshole thing to do right because that's not. It's not that bad. It's just like, haha, suck it.
2: And presumably, right? Like, Cece has said to Shebrang off camera, we're friends. Yeah, we still hang out. Do you he think was there are. When, like, it was never going anywhere.
3: You think there are off camera interactions on the show?
2: Uh, there have to be. Because, like, their whole
3: relationship. Like, they're getting right.
2: married now.
1: <laughs> no, they actually just stop whenever. Robin and I used to talk about that with fully.
3: Seinfeld. Like, what, what happens, like, from. You know, Thursday night to Thursday, like when they record again. Like, is there, what, like, is it? Are they just like not seeing each other, or are we only seeing all of their interactions? I don't know.
2: But I think he or well, she's I right. Think, there has
3: to be stuff off screen.
2: But I think we see all of Jerry's New York City interactions. Probably, I, I, and everybody else has an off-screen line.
3: I also think that, like, it could be like maybe you know we're in a scene with Winston and Schmidt, and like that's when during the episode that's when CeCe and Chavrang are getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. i don't
2: know no we're not seeing 24 hours you think schmidt's pulling off this party and we've seen him on camera as much as we have in every hour of his day it's not
3: every hour of his day i'm just like the most like they're mostly sleeping and they're not like doing the fun stuff i'm saying when we're not watching
2: it's like reality t- television if they had it they'd show it
3: right i agree <laughs>
2: like his other stuff is like right, so they're forward.
3: filming I right agree. they're filming them do everything and they're just showing us like that's what each episode is the best 22 minutes the of their stuff. week basically
1: yeah, the condensed mm-hmm. it's a, it's effectively
2: Big Brother. Yes. They just yes. edited And down. there
3: are live yeah. feeds for the show. We just uh, like
2: right. Yeah, Amon <laughs> is somewhere screaming into the ether like this isn't what happened on the show. <laughs> this is what happened in the feeds. Ugh, the editor is uh, wrong. For all we know, Schmidt planned the bulk of this party at work. We don't know. Maybe that's maybe I mean, it's well, two in one.
1: He was uh, he was writing a strongly worded letter to his florist at the bar. So, we know, he's <laughs> yeah.
2: working hard on the party. <laughs> um all right then i mean i guess we wrap up with the hot air balloon which is like a nice callback to like did he forget the balloons did he not like you said it's all four of them in the basket together
3: Mm -hmm. yeah nice very nice little scene
1: yeah it's cute it's it's and it also ends with like a great nick gag of like yeah he tried but like (laughs) (laughs) very much failed but it still ends up being cute and bringing everybody together so love this
2: um, all right, Keeve, let's get to the guide. We talked about – Did you You don't think we see Jax again?
3: Um, I do think we see Jax again.
2: Okay, you do. Uh, when is the wedding? Are we seeing the wedding? Is it happening off air? What's going on?
3: I think – Call your shot. I think season two finale, season three premiere. That's my guess.
2: Oh, you think it's – like one or the other, you think they like do the ceremony in one of the reception No, I'm, I'm the saying
3: other? it's going to be a big up It's not like a you know season two episode eighteen. It's going to be a premiere, like a finale or a premiere. So I'm saying, but we will see it soon. And I think that I don't really know, so forgive me about being ignorant about like I. But I know with like orthodox or Indian marriages, they get married pretty quickly. I don't know in Indian arranged marriages if it's the same way or if there's a lot of planning. So, but but my so maybe it would be season three if they don't get married quick quickly. But I'm not sure.
2: Okay. So, I mean, that was nice of you, but I think the amount of like racist jokes that have happened, I don't know that they're like being that right. Like, to...
3: Right. there's nobody in the writers' room <laughs> is like, "All right, so we, like with like traditional in the like right, no, there's none of that. It's like it's like do you think uh do you think sent like uh, standards and practices will uh take the show off the air if we uh if we make this joke?" <laughs> All
1: right, yeah, let's skip ahead uh, to uh, the Oh god. A cursory Google search is about the extent I was going to
3: say. <laughs> yeah, the that's the max yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, I was going to make a, a bad joke. Uh, not not racist. I was going to be like, let's skip ahead to the episode guest. It's called Cece's Wedding, but that's not
0: true. <laughs> that would be funny.
2: Um, <laughs> all right, who won the episode, friends? Do we want to hear from the listeners, or do you guys want to place your guesses?
1: I So uh, am I trying to guess what the listeners thought?
2: No, no, no! I just yeah, yeah, sometimes Keeve okay, right. has an answer, and sometimes Keeve likes to get some suggestions from Matt. No, well. I think
3: I have my answer locked in. Liana, do you have an answer? Oh, he's ready. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, for me, I mean, I think I have to go with Cece. Um, she gets proposed to, mm-hmm. you know, so like that's kind of a big deal. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think that's a fair choice. I was gonna go with Chevrang, though. I don't know if like non-core five people are they're <laughs> eligible, right, Allie?
2: Well, you are the one who shies away from it. I know, I, have, I know. I like giving it to non core okay. I think it's fine to give well, it to Well, I like, so
3: out. I, it's, so it's interesting, like, Liana's perspective is, like, CC got proposed to, but, like, the big winner here, like, you know, Chevreng is the one doing the asking, like, CC could, like, meet a great guy off the street. Like, Chevreng, this is a big home run for him. You know what I mean? He barely knows CC, and he's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, this is a good pull for him. And the, he might be the best guy in the world, but we don't know him as well, so... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Shivrang who because he gets doubly lucky, he gets CC to say yes, and he gets like, you know, instead of his like, you know, dorky like mediocre proposal, he gets the uh, the whole shebang. That's uh, you know, by happy accident.
2: Uh, I do like. Uh, I didn't think of them, but I I do like both of these picks, especially because the added bonus of they get to do an fu one for CC to Schmidt, who like hurt her. And one from Sharang to Schmidt, who's been annoying. So, Mm -hmm. I like those picks. Matt said it's Nick. He feels the most even, Steven, for the episode. And the episode did a great job showing off his and Schmidt's relationship. Producer Kelly said, Jess, she's so funny the whole episode. No Keeve is going to say she lost because she decided not to marry a rich football player. But nah, she dodged a bullet and was (laughs) very fun doing so. Her best line. What happened to all the guys in this bar? Did they open up a bus station next door? haha ha, what a dumb idea do it what's a point a tackle i guess i'll just have to use my eyes hair boobs you talked about on that was great never put me down when Jax is lifting her and all her reactions when he's giving the speech her. um i was gonna say jess but you've swayed me i'm gonna give it to uh i'll give it to cc but i think she also a worthy pick mm. uh, uh, we do have to update our boyfriend rankings we're putting jackson kiwi okay Ooh.
3: let me let me open up the boyfriend rankings
2: pretends to open something else. no i i no, i wouldn't <laughs> yeah, have I'm them kidding, uh, re- right. <laughs> I,
3: I never have it say uh, get, Name me one of the boyfriends again so i can i can search for it and find it russell russell yeah but don't say pretend i've had this the whole time um, i'm i'm
2: kidding i'm
3: kidding okay Jess. be fe- all right Jess. boyfriend rings it probably uh, would have been pretty good to search that okay so i have sam <laughs> russell paul spencer one two bear claw nick peter i'm gonna put jacks wait what's
2: spe- what's spencer one and two
3: I don't remember. It wasn't there like we were like, <laughs> I mean, the first episode we were joking. There was two Spencer or something. I don't remember this reference.
2: No, no, no. Say what you have again. Paul, then what? <laughs>
3: uh, Fancy uh, Sam, Fancy Man, Russell, Paul, Spencer, one, two, Bearclaw, Nick, Peter. Oh you, oh, you know what one, two is? He's in the first two episodes. That was a note to myself that I didn't now no longer understand.
2: Okay, and my rankings are Sam, Russell, Paul, Peter, Nick, Bearclaw, Spencer. No, you have Russell over Sam. No, I don't. You moved. I moved. I remember last week I was like, I'm going to make an update.
3: Okay, I didn't put that.
2: So I'm putting Nick, but put fake wedding date in parentheses. I think we need to add both Jack's. And Nick, no, I
3: think it's too early to, to add based Nick. on the roommate no, kiss. No, no, no. Roommate... We
2: added. I think we have added every single person Nick uh, Jess has had a romantic. This, this isn't even one
3: date. To. I I say no. I if they if they are gonna date. We're
2: adding Jax. First of all, isn't Nick on the list already? He's no, but in parentheses we listed him right, as a yes. fake boyfriend I, of the. I'm Nick not credits. moving Nick. So yet. there's gonna be two Nicks on this. I'm not list.
3: missing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not moving Nick. I want to see a date. I'm not asking date.
2: you to move Nick. One date, and they I want to be clear. Moved. But Jackson didn't have a date with her. We don't know that. Either. We don't know
3: that. We know that Nick and Jess haven't been on a date. We don't know that Jax hasn't been on a single date with her. Like, they hung out at the bar.
2: Well, Liana. We know that Jax has not been on You're a date. You're not going to get Liana I to guess, say one date. You know is a date. I guess this. You know what? Jax was invited to the yes. party by. Plus Jess, one, baby. So fine. Yes. Okay. Fine. Uh, I will not add Nick either. Liana, I know we're asking you to do this on the fly, but of the big, of the big people, right? Of like Sam Russell, Genslinger, where do you think Jax, or maybe it should be like of the low people, Bearclaw, Spencer, Peter, we stood her up.
1: Like, uh, Fancy Man, Sam, they all had longer arcs that had a more developed and potentially realistic storyline. This is, like, a blip on the radar of at least so far one episode. And she seems to be into him and then out of him all in one episode. So it seems, like, very self-contained for me. So I think it's definitely in the lower tier of the boyfriend rankings.
2: It's the self-contained for me. I think I'm putting Jack's high.
3: I have in between well, Paul I, and Spencer.
2: Ahead, see, you have Spencer insanely high. Yeah. Spencer cheated on her after six years. Like, I can't believe you have Spencer in the middle of the list. Oh, well, we haven't met
3: him. I want, <laughs> I want to see more. I want to see more. He's
2: given him we the did benefit meet him. of the doubt. <laughs> you don't remember no, when No, he, I, in, the, when in the pilot, he, we like, met him. Yeah, we, we totally. I want to right, see more. Whatever. I want to see more about um, Spencer.
3: I think I, I predicted I want to see
2: less. I put Jax, I have Sam Russell, and then I have Jax. And here's why. Above Genslinger. Wow. Because Genslinger turns out to be a real freak, right? He like cheats on his fiance yes. and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get and, and he's like, emo too, right?
3: Jax's issue is his emo, but so is Gunslinger cries all the time too, you know.
2: I don't even and think I guess it's they, an issue.
1: Yeah. I mean, because, like what's the biggest crime really that Jax committed? Mm-hmm. He here? loves love. Uh he loves love. Hey, exactly. as far as we know he didn't cheat on anybody mm-hmm. so that's a that's a plus
2: yeah. <laughs> Which he does love bomb uh he does do love bombing like he doesn't really know Jess well enough to like be this in love with her that's a red flag you can that, listen to more about that on uh Rourke's podcast That's called Finding love Mr. bombing Hay. But yeah love bombing is when uh Had you heard this term for Liana? I I'm like a fr- I, I've never heard Oh this. did
3: did Rourke make it up Ellie? Okay
2: No, it's a real thing. So love bombing is when a person says to you like very early on like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I want you to meet my sister. She would love you. Like Mm -hmm. all of these, like not quite. I mean, what Jack said definitely, but like right on the line where it's not creepy. You're just like, oh my God, this person likes Mm -hmm. me so much. And like, I am great. That's a red flag, basically. And then they like dip out and you're like, what the hell? It's like, it was never about you. It's like this person just like, it's actually a manipulation tool, but you can listen to more of that on like the relationship people, Rourke and Allie talking about Mm. that and finding this right. Uh, This is definitely a sitcom version of Love Bombing where he's just like, I love you so much, like date one, Uh, but I'm toxic. So I think that's great. (laughs) I think he's one of the best looking guys, if not the best looking guy on the panel. And he's a professional athlete. Boom! Solid first place, well above Genslinger. Okay, that's fair.
3: Uh, you like toxic we, people?
2: We've made it to the end of our journey, friends. Mm-hmm. What? Oh yeah, no. Uh, that's another thing. Rourke like once made a comment like accidentally toxic, and I was like put that on a tote. She was like, <laughs> but you need the intentionally toxic one, and I was like, oh,
1: <laughs> classic Ernie.
2: <laughs> oh my god just double herbs all right Ugh. ernie you you were ready to tell us about what happened with Renap. do you remember what you're gonna say oh yeah
3: so now's your we did this we have uh this this thing where it could be uh my choice or rob's choice and i had the choice this week for the next episode and rob uh basically like i said i want a or b and rob's like eh, i want c and i just went along with him because it was easier to record Uh, You know while I'm busy and so people I was getting blown up on uh, you're
2: so embarrassing and you did it on the day of Rob's biggest stand, which is right which is like I did get in the mix of Renap tweeting that like why are you calling for submissions you're the winner
3: (laughs) No uh, That's ridiculous
2: Uh, I was like can it be Keith like it it would be one of those things where you like plan something Mm -hmm. and you're like it, you're like Dwight with the, um, or I guess it's Jim. Who likes in the beats office, the most? Like the employee of the month, pe- like, you're no, no It's like uh, once you do the number calculations, right. you win employee of the month. Sure.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So at uh, uh, Cohen underscore tweeted, "What a beta move to cave on your coin flip pick. Alpha stays alpha." At Cube twenty six at Rob Sisternino hashtag RedApp.
2: Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, listen to mm-hmm. but- see a lot of Rob uh, <laughs> uh, Rob fans this week on <laughs> <That's> RedApp. <it. laughs>
2: well i was gonna say i feel like i could get brian to cave on something like that oh of course Depends. but Depends he's admittedly
3: works. the beta of his of his show he would he would i think he would agree. i
2: don't think he's the beta i don't think he's the beta i but i just think he's like easygoing. Mm-hmm. whereas you that was a beta move for you to rob but i think brian just wouldn't want
3: to fight about it is there <laughs> is there a beta on the b and b liana
1: Ooh, well, I guess both of us. It is the B and B. That's right. That's what it's beta called. And beta. beta and beta. <laughs> That's right. why when we did Secretly. when we did the
3: draft, it was the alphas, Ali and Akiva taking on uh, taking on Bloom and Boris. That's right. Exactly. We never
2: did. Were we supposed to do something as a result of losing that draft? Oh yeah, we came up. No, you took did, over.
1: Oh, we did. Were guys supposed to? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we did we get an I think we got an idea on the wheel. And it happened
3: already. Like that. Wasn't that wasn't that choose your own adventure? Yeah, yeah, you did that. We did it already.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: All right. Gotcha. Uh, Leana, have any more plugs? Oh, uh, yeah, 32 and uh, 32 fans, fans whatever, we did we did some fun
3: stuff, yeah. Uh listen to that if you like sports or whatever.
2: How are you going to do 32 fans? Are you going to like do it at 2 a.m.? You're going to do it during the day.
3: Uh, well, 32 fans is is easier than this to do I, I mean i honestly like because in my head
2: can record in the day. my head
3: i could do during the day but i'm also like it, it is a really like it's the ringer you know you're putting yourself through the ringer so it is not i'm not gonna be like oh i i you know in my few spare hours I'm, I, I need to record a podcast so i don't know but we're trying to bank so
2: are you announcing a yacht no we're, we're the second podcasts. i get off
3: with you i'm i'm starting the bank episodes with chester Oh. Which, oh, I'm happy.
1: What? So the oh. offer to bank episodes with I, us was a lie. I offered
3: Allie. I said um, I can do Wednesday night yeah, and maybe even have Thursday night. I tried to
2: bank episodes. Not true. Sunday, Monday.
3: I was at my grandpa's house you, on Sunday. Okay. And yesterday we were supposed I to record, re- but I
2: could do tonight. You never replied. Yeah, I wasn't home. Yesterday you're gonna to cancel. Today you said you're doing Chester. It's fine. You know, what? Wednesday just, or just Thursday. No, guys, I'll bank I'll bank three. It's I. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Probably not gonna have episodes. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Your, your monetary podcast comes first. I totally agree with that. Uh, Liana, where can these fine people find your cheerful self as opposed to our dreary double earnings? <laughs>
1: You can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. If you're a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, definitely check out the Drag Race coverage that we do on RHAP. It's really fun. We do a video also, so um, we have all the Lukes up and talk about all the queens, and it's really fun with Beth and Amon. So I recommend checking that out. And then I'm, I'm popping around the Big Brother world as well, so mm. look out for
2: me there.
3: She's popping around the Big Brother world.
2: I can't... You know it. With with RuPaul's Drag Race being on Paramount+, Plus, which I have from the <laughs> challenge, whatever... It's so hard to remember, like, when that, like, I just feel like they've taken away, like, my whole journey of it. Like, I'm behind on the podcast. I'm behind on watching it because I just, like, forget that it drops at midnight whenever it drops or 3 a.m.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a 3 a.m. drop time. I it, It's tough because, you know, there's definitely a feeling within the community of, well, we all got together at this time and we all watched it together. And so that sense of camaraderie is a little bit gone. So unless you have a bar that's like airing it at a specific time, but then it's still local and you kind of don't get that like sense of everybody watching it together. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely different. I mean, there's pros and cons. I like having it available for me to just, like, take notes whenever I, like, can get around to it. So it's a little bit more flexible that way. But in terms of the keeping up with it and enjoyment, there's something about the scheduledness that just makes it a little bit easier to deal with, but whatever well, I walked
2: by a bar randomly that was playing it like on a random day and I was like oh shit I haven't oh. seen this episode like la 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 like I was just like <laughs> she getting... still
3: walked into the bar but she stuck her fingers in her ears for the whole two hours she was there
2: <laughs> all right relax Akilah, <laughs> relax. I actually did go see a drag show for the first time since yeah nature is healing COVID.
3: you two you tweeted
2: nature is healed it was an amateur drag show it's great yeah uh yeah that's the- and that's actually the bar Tina Burner used to be a regular at and like now she's doing other stuff in the city but oh really
1: Um, was she there yeah no i assume no no do another stuff
2: well when i used before she was on rupaul's drag race every time i went there she was there she was like a regular there and i don't know if Uh she's like moved on to bigger venues or feels like she can't go back or maybe she does go back and she just wasn't there that night but yeah oh well still a lot of fun okay good good yes damn it thank you so much for being here this is one
3: of our longer records
1: yeah Sorry, no. It was very fun, and we did like a a, we did a half
3: hour banter, and it's still you know, an hour something. Exactly. No,
1: this was really fun. I, I mean, the thing is, is like when you two were talking about doing this and started it up, was like, well, I have to come on Mm that side. I, I will shoot my shot, much like Akiva with Jobs and Ali with Men. I, you know, gotta go for it.
3: Yeah. So we're two for three. (laughs)
2: Uh, Don't make me. Don't make me talk about things I don't want to talk about for no reason because I can't take a joke. Uh, first Ian on here dogging me. Now I'm getting it from Akiva. All right. Yes. Uh, we will be back unreliably, mm-hmm. but we will be back. Yes. Uh, we like doing this. It's fun to catch up. It's fun to, to yuck it up. Thank you for all the great questions. We are two reviews away from 300 reviews. Jeez. So if people want Ooh. to uh, – say sub. you can uh subscribe so you'll know when the episodes are dropping and uh and leave reviews uh you could just google new girl old guy apple podcast you could go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy and all the links are there we're on spotify we're everywhere uh so that's that key Mm -hmm. whenever we come back hopefully next week whenever we're back Mm -hmm. season two episode 19 Quick hardening caulk. Quick. Do you want to spell check on that? Quick
3: hardening, <laughs> caulk. Yes. I'm gonna say um, <sighs> Nick tries to fix something that's broken in the apartment with some quick hardening caulk, but there's some uh, there's some uh, double entendres in there also.
2: Um. Yeah, that's a great guess i have to say i know what this episode is about i've seen it a thousand times so you don't
3: remember what i don't think
2: it's... the name is really gonna help okay, you no no i'm like i'm literally looking at the synopsis right now mm-hmm. um there must be something to do with it that's like very niche mm-hmm. but it would be a very hard thing for you to guess okay. uh but we'll forget what you guessed anyway yes <laughs> with that uh liana if you could please take us out
1: Alright, well, thank you everyone for listening, of course, to an episode of um crap, what were the elements? Nitrogen, gallium, and Oganessin. Uh we get, we're getting a little Allie in there, you know, N-G-A-O-G. Thank you everyone for listening, and check you out next week. Bye.
0: Allie and Akiva gonna talk a TV show and maybe Jenny Garner. So don't go any farther now. A key finale, all the way to the finale, his face is his job, she's the captain of NGOG Ali.